I uh, did 9-11. George Bush doesn't care, doesn't care about black people, about black people. (laughs) (laughs) He just admitted that he did 9 11. I like his little uh, booty shake there at the end. He's really getting down. He was. Tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the world's greatest dad. Along with one half of America's favorite interspecies couple. Hmm. You've been reclassified there. The redheads? Yeah. Reclassified. You're no longer human. And uh, which half is with us? It's not the good half. (laughs) (laughs) The ginger half. The bready half. The dark half. The white half. The really white. Oh, they're both really fucking white. <laughs> anyway, that one. And <laughs> the human incarnation of the infield fly rule. The offsides penalty in hockey. <laughs> what, yeah, I've never what, understood what it. What is What's that? that? It's icing. Why don't you yeah. at least give me icing? No, you're not, you're not worthy of icing. The missed slap shot. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the Randy Mulkey of podcasting. <laughs> you thought you'd at least be billed. Uh, yeah. I thought oh, Chucky Tater Sacks over there. <laughs> and we are here. It's episode 70, and we'd like to wish everyone a safe and happy 9-11 coming up this weekend. It's a, it's a great holiday, and everybody can be really excited about it. Have uh, cookouts. Um, bake your Twin Towers cakes. <laughs> Make sure you include the people jumping out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wreck It Ralph is a thinly veiled metaphor for an I 11. Now you have to explain it. <laughs> you had my attention, now you have my interest. <laughs> He's always just wrecking the building. He- <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. Here's <laughs> the top. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Is he not Rampage? Like, remember the, the the video game Rampage? That was a great game. Was it? Yeah. Aaron? Uh, you, it took too many quarters at the arcade. God, that's the point. Yeah, I know. Trying to but tell they me, you trying to tell the... me Time Pilot didn't take too many quarters? <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell me Robotron 2024 didn't take fucking... I don't remember these. Tell me about Robotron 2024, Dad. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a game... Where your robot started in the middle of the screen, and you had two joysticks, one of them to move the guy around, the other one just to do the laser, and you could do it in any direction. But there were so many fucking robots. Too many robots? It, it, <laughs> too much too tune, many, though. Too many robots. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many robots. <laughs> that should have been the theme to Terminator. <laughs> Man, look at all these robots. <laughs> Gotta save the future. There's too many robots. <laughs> I don't remember this one. What is it? It's on uh, Time Robot. It's on Chasing Ghosts. They they discuss that one. They discuss uh, 
Galaga, Galaxian, you know. I call it Galaga. Galaga. <laughs> Gal- anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that one. <laughs> dignify these. It's always been Galaga, sir. You're nuts. supposed to say D- yes. These <laughs> nuts. Um, now, there were strange games, and then there were... Um, <sighs> You know that I was telling Dutch about that. That's a fun documentary because you go back through all the games, and at the beginning, you know there were so many ideas for so many games, and they they were just sorting through what would work. You know, so you had games that were really cool, like Pac Man. Pac Man was awesome. Pong. Pong was a good idea. I mean, it's just very simple. Space Invaders. Space Invaders was neat. Centipede was really fucking hard. Because that cursor was just fucking all over. I didn't the place. like centipede. I don't remember. You had to like. I mean, I remember weave it back and I forth. I don't remember ever playing it. I always tried to play it, and then I died like two seconds in, and I said, "Why did I waste my fucking quarter for this? <laughs> I could have been playing more Galaga." Joust was terrible. I, I joust. was actually really good at joust. Was terrible at it. That was, that was a cool game. Um, Time Pilot was one of my favorites. What was the uh, what was the gist of? Time it's Pilot? just fucking all it was is just a souped up version of asteroids. Neat. You're in the screen. You're here's your ship, and then there's you go through like 1920, you know, 1920, and it's World War One, and there are World War One planes flying at you, and then there's World War Two planes, and then you're in the future fighting, and it's kind of I don't know. I mean, it was a good it's like game. 1942. No, because that's linear. That goes this way. Okay. This is just they're all coming around you. Oh, okay. okay. So it was a cool idea. So it was like a bukkake of fighting. Fighter it, it was. It was. Um, Sounds sexy. Then are there games that are just weird? Zaxxon was weird. Um, Zaxxoff was even weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Mr. Miyagi in a Tron uniform with that one. Um, the game Tron. So fucking weird and so hard. I mean, there was different screens where you had to run the bikes and try to cut people off. And see, know. I didn't know there was an arcade game. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had the computer game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, probably the same thing. It virtually yes. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the same. Um, you know, and you had I don't know after the after the coin op collapsed. You know, what was that like eighty seven? It was well. It was let's see. It was right around the time eighty eight. His wizard came out. The wizard, or when the power glove came out. Now the home systems had started to be established by that time, but uh, <laughs> you had. I remember the last few games that everybody played stood in line to play Double Dragon, Double Dragon, <laughs> <laughs> Double Dribble, <laughs> which had a cheat on it. You could hit it from every. They did it on Family Guy. Yeah, yeah kept on scoring. <laughs> Damn it, Peter! <laughs> jump shot! Ah, <laughs> kept on that same jump shot. Um, there was that one. There was uh, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 1 was not a hit, but Street Fighter 2 was a huge hit because there were so many characters to choose from that were actually different. The characters, even on Mortal Kombat, the characters are exactly the same in the original games. They don't do anything different. There's like a little, a few little things you can do that make them different, but by and large, they're just the same shit. Were the fatalities so, different? Yeah, the fatalities were different and all that stuff. The how did people moves. figure out fatalities back then? I don't there fucking no know. Well, I don't know. I don't know how they figure out figure them out now. How they figure? They don't the, release them. How they figure out the Konami code back then? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. BA start. Yeah, for Contra. How they figure that out? <laughs> I don't know. Who's the guy that figured it out and then put it in Nintendo Power and <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Power? They still publish that, but it's like Dude. sent to people who own Nintendos and shit. Um, 
there, you know, Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat was one of the one people standing in line for. Time Fighters. So Time Fighters fun. was awesome, but God, it was not a hit. It I mean, wasn't a hit. No, no. It, was, it was a cool game, though. So much fun. Because you could, like, cut people's fucking arms off and shit. <laughs> you cut a dude's leg off and... And, you, and he'd have to limp. He'd have to limp. Oh, it was actually a, a literal handicap. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Have you been to like a Dave and Buster's? I haven't. Because I don't want to play any more fucking skee ball. Who well, cares? It's not, it's not just skee ball. They have a lot of like updated skee ball games. <laughs> skee ball. You know, like, you know, like, lives matter. Like uh, Jersey Shore. The zombie shooter games. Yeah, yeah. They have one of them that is fucking incredible. You, House you, of the Dead? It's not, I think it might be a House of the Dead, mm-hmm. but you sit down in it and you shut the curtains. Nice. And uh, there's like. Air and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, neat, and, neat. That's neat. Yeah, it scares the shit out of you. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's what uh, the coolest place ever. And I haven't been back there in years, so I don't know if it's still staying. Putt Putt Golf and Games, South Charleston. Well, Remember I'm talking about Scary it? Creek Paintball. Scary Creek Paintball was cool. <laughs> I don't. I, I know it's there. Even though the day I went, I had the misfortune of being on the opposite team from a Marines. He was a Marine <laughs> sharpshooter, and he was using a real gun. <laughs> We lost a lot of good men that day. <laughs> I mean, half this field trip was dead. <laughs> when you went, did they still have the trenches? Yeah. Oh, and the man. And the bus and the barn and all that yeah. shit. Uh, the bus and the barn's still there. He got me right got between the, the fucking eyes. Like, <laughs> three times. You're out. I was like, yeah, no shit. I can't hear you because that fucking impacted my hearing when he fucking shot me. Uh, they did. I've also got a concussion. <laughs> they did aerosoft there for Aren't a while. Aren't we having fun? <laughs> <laughs> they did aerosoft there for a while. Aerosoft guns. And you just shot like plastic pellets at people. Fuck that! Dangerous, as dangerous fuck. as fuck. Even you had to wear the the face mask, but mm-hmm. people were still getting shot in the fucking eye. Like it would somehow get in there. <laughs> what people do to have fun is just weird. <laughs> um, I was gonna say at Kings Island, all all the all the amusement parks have their arcade. Now the one at Cedar Point, I went there uh, with my family last summer. And, you know, they had a couple older cool games. Um, they had some old pinball games. And I think that's a fascinating subculture because there's guys who can still fix those things. Yeah, it's very, I've looked into it myself. But they're fucking ancient, you know. And one of them was Conan and the ball was this goddamn big. No and, shit. A, and the paddle, you had to fucking wang on it to fucking get it to go anywhere. And, it just, and the ball moved really slow and you could see where it was going. <laughs> Fuck! Before you ever lost it, you knew it was coming. So... It was cool um, in the fact that it was so terrible. But then they had the old arm wrestling game, and yeah, you could play that. Right. That was fun. Um, was it uh, after Over the Top? No, no. This is one that was... When you played it, did you turn your head around backwards? Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> then I strutted around after yeah, I, won. I, was, I I was the one that did that in the movie. They didn't tell me to do that, but I went ahead I was, myself. Uh, I was doing chin-ups on the uh, front of the truck there. That was more Bill Murray. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was very much Bill Murray. <laughs> so at least I got that going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Cinderella story. <laughs> this is a mix of uh, the uh, Kentucky bluegrass and California sesame. <laughs> <laughs> and after you're done playing nine horns with this, you can go home and get stoned to the bejesus. Cannonball. But the arcades were. 
were great. Like one of my favorite games ever is Capcom released a bunch of side scrollers like that had great graphics. One of them was Knights of the Round. Oh my! And God, you could so play as fun. King Arthur, Lancelot, and Percival, and it was fucking awesome. Well, because it didn't include Lance a little. <laughs> he was a tag in. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're in trouble, you get the hot tag to Lance a little. <laughs> Came it comes in like a house of fire. <laughs> How about Lance Enough? Is that a joke? <laughs> it, it is now. Good job. <laughs> now, that game was neat because it got kind of harder for throughout the game, but it's one of those that kept punch, kept. It was a quarter pumper, so they wanted to keep keep quarter you to keep. <laughs> so they wanted you to keep playing. So your characters got really big and really powerful, and you could just cut through everything on the fucking screen. You'd eventually die, but not so much that you'd wanted to quit. It wasn't difficult, and that's by design. And I would spend hours playing that fucking game. Yeah, I'd go one. through twenty fucking dollars to beat the game. Uh, do you remember uh, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? <laughs> I never played that game. That, that was more of a late nineties, I think, maybe yeah. mid nineties. Yeah, I remember the. It was a comic book. I think. Oh, it was. Yeah. A fun fucking game, just yeah. like just like uh, yeah, those games were fun. Ca- and Capcom had another one called Ninja Warriors, where you're playing three different cu- type ninja robots. One of them's a big fucking lug. One of them's like it's just Final Fight. That's all it is. Remember Final Fight? I don't remember. Final Fight was the shit. Yeah, Actually, a character from the character, a couple of the characters from Final Fight were on some of the recent Street Fighter games because it was a Capcom game as well. No shit. There was a guy who was a quick like. Martial arts guy could yeah, like hit really fast, speed. and then there's a guy who you know Hagar, Hagar. who's really big and strong. He could fucking body slam and all that shit. And then the guy in the middle who had some power, but he wasn't slow. You know, that was cool. I mean, because then you got to choose your character. I love those games. I they had like an Italian version of that. An Italian <laughs> yeah, version. Guy, yeah, you, you had like lead all the guys and grab, grabbing their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hey, kidding. Hey, <laughs> they're, they're eating mozzarella like a hand fruit. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> it's fucking good. It's totally they're going to they're going to uh, no show jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they got a contract. <laughs> they're sending they're, sun- they're sending themselves on the fucking construction site. <laughs> I've seen that in real life. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I've seen the Sopranos. I know that shit's real. <laughs> hey, get those stupid fucking Irishmen over there to work. We're gonna sit over here and fucking sun ourselves. Um. I just uh, the old video games like we were talking about with Chasing Ghosts and King of Kong and all that stuff. Video games have come a long way and they're a lot of fun, but I think we've lost something in the fun factor. Some of the games aren't fun anymore. Yeah, like fucking uh, The Last of Us is not a fun game. It's a good game. It's enthralling. Yeah, but you're not like yee whoopee. Right. Woo-hoo. Actually, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of points, especially like when you're this big mushroom head motherfucker. Yeah, and, and you're hanging upside down on that one. When you're in the college, yeah, and like the whole fucking place is infested and it's got the spores all over the place. You can't fucking see anything. And I do that when I'm playing. I'm like, that's not helping. <laughs> Moving around, around. I doing that? <laughs> when you look around this corner. <laughs> Um, oh yeah <laughs> Oh it's not it's I'm not, not there. I'm not I, I actually have to Take my character And look around the corner <laughs> That's a great game uh, The fun factor on Batman Is more But yeah. some of parts of it Are very disturbing Yeah 
Like the whole they Professor make, Pig thing? That was fucking disturbing. They make up awesome. for you in the last one because they give you a, a Batmobile to just fuck everything <laughs> That's up. That's fun. Because it's they so give you a tank. I know. It's so indestructible. You just run over everything. And, fucking, and you hear all the, the local street toughs talking about it. Your fucking Batman's got a fucking tank now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love hearing the street toughs talk when I'm like hanging on shit. I just fly around sometimes. I didn't really want to complete a mission. Just like, and they're, they're just talking. Around. If Batman comes around here, I'm going to whip his ass. And then, <laughs> and then you, you want to find they, those guys. Find them, oh, you are. Huh? In the middle of it, and you just fucking rail on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was awesome. Those games are so great. They're fun. I just, yeah. I remember games like, and then the Atari came out, and I got one of the old Atari. Atari eighteen hundred. It was not the twenty six hundred. It had a keyboard on it for some reason that didn't fucking work. Um, and the Pac-Man game was a complete lump of shit. Like it was in black and white. Well, white and blue. And it was just, <laughs> wee, wee. I mean, it was fucking horrible. And it was, you know, a completely failed system. Um, but I had fun because it was a thing. It was a thing. Look at the thing. I got a thing. And then uh, oh, they got me a thing. <laughs> I remember saying this when when Nintendo came out when I first got my first Nintendo and playing Ghosts and Goblins. It's like it looks like a real guy. They're never going to be able to top these graphics. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. I'm completely immersed in his underwear. <laughs> Ghosts and Goblins is incredibly hard. <clears throat> I've never my beat dick it. Is Ghosts incredibly and Goblins <laughs> from this con- mm, Ghosts and Goblins. About old Satine. Remember, he couldn't be Satan, so they changed it to Satine. <laughs> that was actually in Wreck It Ralph. Um, Satan, um, Satine. <laughs> 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 that was the greatest thing with those meetings. Bowser was in there. Zangief. <laughs> Bowser from Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, Doctor Robotnik from uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog. Games. Remember, remember the villains. Set the tone for a game. Yeah, I wasn't a Sonic fan. <laughs> Sonic was fun. It was just so fast. It was hard uh, to, keep track. Yeah, it was hard to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it. Um, it's all belchy. Uh, Mario confused me sometimes because the villain was Bowser, Man. but then sometimes it would be somebody else, and then sometimes it was Prin- Princess Peach, and then sometimes it was the other princess. Daisy. Yeah. What the fuck was up with that? And I, you know, and then uh, Yoshi was just weird as a dinosaur with <laughs> shoes, and I'm just like, oh, this is weird. Um, but fun. Dinosaur with a lot of fun. Like, fun. A high top. He's like, he played basketball <laughs> in his spare time. <laughs> He'd cross you over. Capichuichu. That's what he said. He always wave. Um, That's what that means, though. What? you <clears throat> Means I hate Italians. Well, get off my back, you <laughs> Italian. <lad. laughs> there was wasn't there a Mario Junior or a Baby Mario? Baby game? Mario. Yeah, I don't remember this. There, there was a Baby Mario game, I believe. We can look that one up. Yes, we can. Do you remember the um, the shit the Virtual Boy, yeah, it gave you a splitting. Oh my god! Ice pick in your eye. Headache. I stood at the canal, the canal city mall. Look at the canal mall. Yeah, at the KB toys, the KB toys, the KB toys, the KB toys, and uh, played it for hours. Like dad would just walk off, headache, just leave me there, and I'm like, <laughs> Aaron sitting there with his corn dog and his icy. <laughs> Dude, I loved corn dog. Hold on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> was remember baby that? Mario. There wasn't? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Okay. Was, was it from way back in the day, or was it from recently? Oh, it's years ago. It was Super Nintendo, I believe. Or I think there was both. I think they did another one here recently. I think he might have been in one of the in some of the 
uh, go kart games, Mario Kart games. Yeah, I think so just those games are fun. They're a lot. The new one's incredible. Really, for the yeah. Wii U. Yeah, it's fucking. You addictive. have the Wii U. Yeah. What do you think? I do. I did what I did with the Wii. I download Super Nintendo games and Nintendo games. I think that's they're counting on that. That was half yeah. their market. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hey, look at the shit we used to be able to do. Have you read with their uh, <laughs> their, their new system is is uh, going to cartridges again? Are you fucking kidding me? Going back to cartridges. Weird. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Why? What's their explanation? For I have that? no clue. <laughs> but did you ever crack open an N64 cartridge? It's a disc inside of it. It is a disc? <laughs> yes. It's I thought it like, was just a, like yeah. It looks like the, the Wii disc, like the little ones. Huh. They're so stubborn in the fucking market. They think they can bring the market to them. It's like, no, you can't. It's so weird. Sony has won. <laughs> Try to fight back. You can just download entire games onto your. They're the fucking Peter McNeely Xbox. of fucking video video game systems. <laughs> Peter McNeely, who's that? He fought Mike Tyson oh, yeah. in the eighties. Mike Tyson knocked it out in like forty five seconds. <laughs> Big white fucking Irish lug, horrible mullet. He just caught him with a clip punch, and he just took a dive. He's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> they had a Pizza Hut commercial where he took the pizza. It was a knockout, and he hit himself in the face and knocked him out. <laughs> I'm not bullshit. Look that fucking shit up. It's fucking I Peter McNeely Pizza Hut. It sounds hilarious. It's fucking awful. I missed the Bigfoot pizza. One of my favorites. Why'd they get rid of that? I don't know. It was all crust. I love crust. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? The, yeah. Oh my god, you got the corner piece. So good. One time, me and two of my friends went into Pizza, pizza Hut, and one of our friends thought it was going to be funny. He caught a waitress on a bad day. You know, I have the Sasquatch. I'm not in the mood for your shit, kid. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I trained my Face. boy McNeil to go toe-to-toe with the champ, and he did for 89 seconds. 89, yeah. He didn't back down from any combinations thrown at him, and he ain't backing down from this one. There's a new stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Not just cheese, but pepperoni baked right into the crust. Mm. So good, you'll eat it backwards. Show him, kid. <laughs> the new oh god that's great it is hey mcneely how, how many, many slices, slices am i old? it's weird how the large stuffed crust hasn't gone up in price in the last 25 years <laughs> since still like 10 bucks. well you know how cheap pizza is to make it's As extremely fuck, fucking cheap and it's good Actually, out of all the fucking fast foods besides Taco Bell, when you eat their kind of their healthy menu, pizza's the best for you. If you have to have any of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, powerlifters and, and strength athletes eat a lot of fucking pizza, especially if they're on a budget. Like, fuck it, I'll choke down three pieces of pizza, which has 70 grams of protein in it all together, and drink chocolate milk. I mean, <laughs> mm. yeah. What's your favorite pizza? Place? Yeah. If you had to choose. Um, We can go. Local Papa John's National If we're going to go with that with uh, Let's go national And then we'll go local National I think Papa John's Is the best Yeah I had it the other day It's great it's, Their sauce is tremendous mm. The pepperoncinis That they put in there That I never eat I just rub them On my genitals I love the pepperoncinis yeah. I eat them all the time <laughs> Actually they were closing up We, Me and Elena were somewhere And they were closing up And I was like How many of those You got back here And threw them all In the box for me <laughs> I ate like 30 of them That evening <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst. Gonna thing. die. Um, just watery local? shits. Just watery shits. Local Geno's, man. Geno's is good pizza. Beach Glen Market and Diner. I haven't had yeah. it. It's the best. It's solid. Is it I good? I promise it's, it's the best. It's better than Papa John's. It's really good. Yeah. I'm not shitting. They make it in house? Yeah. They do everything in house. Nice. It's made from the lady that owns its breast milk, the cheese. 
<laughs> Makes a good mozzarella. I'm down. Yeah. A good mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Put some cavagol on there. I think I like Hussins. Would be my yeah, Hussins, Hussins is Hussins good. good. Frank's is good. Yeah. Gino's is fucking good. I love, yeah, it's pizza. It's all good. Let's talk about the worst. What's the worst pizza you ever had? Like gas station under the fucking heat lamp for six hours. Yeah, yeah but the pizza part is still good. The it's crust just all is just dried terrible. out and fucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, I survived on that shit when I worked at Lowe's because you never had a chance to eat. Oh, you're not stopping to take a lunch. It's, it's labor law. We don't care. Keep going. I remember <laughs> Domino's from way back in the day being pretty atrocious. Domino's was pretty. Is but it a, still wasn't bad. It was, well, it's not like you wouldn't nah. eat it. It's still pizza. So. I mean, their wings were good. Domino's wings were good. I like wings. Mm-hmm. I like Domino's wings. I think I've had Best them. wings. <sighs> I don't fucking know. I, mean, yeah. I don't get them enough. I get them all the time. Buffalo Best wings I wings. ever had were uh, the Sports Hut and where I worked at in Ohio. There was a place in Fayetteville for a while that grilled them and then dressed them up, and they're fucking probably my favorite. But Buffalo Wild Wings, when it comes to whenever I'm in the mood for eating wings. See, their wings are always so small and they're dried up. Whose? Buffalo Wild Wings. No, they're not. Yeah, no. When was the last time you ate there? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. you piece of shit. You're making yeah. assumptions about something you know nothing yeah, about. they're not. They're fucking you large fucking and asshole. fat and juicy and delicious. Now, uh, the Quaker Steak, their wings are... Tiny and yeah, and shit. I've never been there. I've never felt the desire to go there. I used to go there, but they got those big beers. I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking drink beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking restaurant. Hey, let's all get on our bikes and go up there and drink beer all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dumb Be idea. Wise, left and right. <laughs> and they have that fucking bike night. Like people, just I know. Like the cops aren't thrashed. fucking. Sh- yeah, like the fucking cops aren't staking that one out. <laughs> that Quaker steak. In Lu- <laughs> <laughs> They're Quaker steak and lubing it out. <laughs> uh, was, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? What's in the news? Um. People are still mad about uh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick uh, sitting down for a special song. Yeah. I saw somebody, uh, a friend of mine, posted it on their book of faces. Uh, do do uh, all the people mad about Colin Kaepernick not standing up for the national anthem, do they stand up whenever they're watching a game yeah. on TV yeah. and it gets played? Do they stand up then? And I saw the most bullshit, dumb response. I think I even got it memorized. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been good. Somebody responded, "If it doesn't matter if I'm driving down the road, if I'm in my house, if I'm in Lowe's or wherever I am, if I hear the national anthem play, I stop what I'm doing, I take my hat off, and I salute for the flag and all the men and women who gave their lives to fuck to to defend my freedom." Wow! And I just said to myself, "No, you don't." You're lying You're grandstanding You want people to think you're cool You're a dipshit You probably fuck your sister <laughs> you people There's no sister. fucking way If you're driving down the road And the fucking national I pull off to the shoulder That you pull off to the shoulder And you get out And you stand at attention I want to find out who this person is And I want to follow him around <laughs> All day Playing the national anthem on a loop and see if that motherfucker moves. Just have a boombox out the window. <laughs> <laughs> He's not stopping. He's. You're disrespecting the flag. <laughs> they fought for your freedom. 
just on a loop at all times. And that's an, that's another thing too. This this new thing of uh, the flag worship and the hyper fucking patriotism is just a fucking pushback to the fact that we are finally setting into a point in this nation where we've come and jingoism is we're starting to go away. You know what I mean? They've gone away from that shit in places like England and places like that. God save the Queen plays. People get up, you know, whatever. They're just like, ah, you know, we're we're a nation. We're proud of the. We don't. We are secure in ourselves. It's kind of like sexuality, nationality. You know, they they're secure enough in their own nation to not have to grandstand every time something fucking happens. Well, I saw a a meme posted that said nationality is just a uh, an excuse to be proud of something that you had nothing to do with and hate people that you've never met. Exactly. It's true. You're proud to be an American. Hey, that's great. You did, you were born here. Like somebody who actually had to fight to be here, like who had to fucking go through all yeah. the shit to be here. They can be. They they should be more proud because they actually had to do something to get it. Well, I was actually gonna. I, and here here's the, the the here's the the yummy juicy one that I like to throw out there is the hanging the American flag upside down. That really has nothing to do with national. I know it. Doesn't, I hate America, but that you you would be amazed at how many people you need to turn that flag right side up. That's a desecration. I was like, no, it not. No, it's not. And he said, it's no, it not. It no, it fine. not. No, it, it not. good. <laughs> it fine. It does mean in the twist. <laughs> then you put your bobble um, back in, your in mouth. this twist. <laughs> no, the uh, American Indian movement. Does, does that They hang the flag Upside down And people say Those those ungrateful Indians It's like What do they have To be fucking grateful for They could take They should wipe Their ass with that Fucking flag Oh by the way Fuck all of you We hate this Fucking country You fucked us You keep fucking us uh, Fuck you Did you see They tried to go On the land And like We brought you An offering And they had like A 24 pack Of Dasani water And some tobacco <laughs> Well I just so Happened to have a video What <laughs> Kidding right No I'm not kidding why would I kid about something so hilarious? What the people at the sand, the Standing Rock thing tried to? It's at uh, it's Chev- a, Chevron st- attempts to enter the Unistaten land, mm-hmm. Unistaten, and here's here's what happened. So what you're telling us is that you will not allow us access onto the territory. We brought you an offering. We've left some water, some tobacco. Um, no thanks. We've got clean water right there. That's what we drink, and that's pollution, the plastic that adds to the landfill. <laughs> Obviously, the curve of your enthusiasm music was played was added later. That's genius. He brought a tw- oh, he, he brought a case f- of water. Oh my god! And some tobacco. Did they fucking think that was going to work? <laughs> We're paying tribute here. There's that wow. one. There's that one old chief. Hey, we might have no. Always oh, no, chief. No, we'll take the tobacco. No, no. We grow our own tobacco. Chief, they fucked you. They're not going to fuck us. Okay, <laughs> we figured that one out. What if they bring? What if they bring glass beads? No, no, no <laughs> glass they, beads. What if they bring frankincense or perhaps myrrh? What the fuck is that anyway? No, that's how the Native Americans are being dealt with. The fact that they're we brought you an offering. <laughs> so wow, so, yeah, a I'm, case of water <laughs> and some tobacco, and they're like. What the fuck? It's like I, I would like to see their faces like, <laughs> I went to Harvard. I brought you some water. A case of, a four ninety nine case of water and some shitty drug or fucking convenience store tobacco. 
Was it cigarettes or it was looked, it just looked tobacco like bags? Roll your own okay. bags. Like what the fuck? That's hilarious. <laughs> like uh, they're they're in a board meeting. What do you think we could give these engines to go? <laughs> Well, uh, well, John, I hear they have problems with water. <laughs> we got great penetration in the 1700s with beads <laughs> and trinkets. <laughs> I don't know what these trinkets are, but go I, find me some trinkets. I've heard tell that they like the ivory from an elephant tusk, if you can find it. <laughs> they like scrimshaw from a whale. Can we get a whale baleen and get it carved in here? I've been told they like walnuts quite a bit. <laughs> Bring them walnuts. Teach them how to roast the walnuts and salt them. Can we get some people with smallpox to roll around in some blankets so we can take care of this situation? We tried that before, John. And it worked quite well. <laughs> I think they've uh, I think they're onto that trick though. <laughs> well, can we just shoot them? Well, they have cameras now. <laughs> they've really caught up with us. One of them has has an iPhone 3. <laughs> See, that's the thing. They're they still because the people identify still identify tribally. They automatically assume they're stupid, and they treat them as such. And now they don't understand that the first people to embrace. And my teacher, uh, Barbara Mann, brought this to my attention. I I really like her. Was she it Barbara Mandrell, and she just shortened her name so people weren't like, oh, I Barbara really, really, really hope so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, she told me that the first people to embrace new technologies are Native Americans. They're just not given an opportunity. Like she was talking about, you know, you have all these places, like all the reservations, you know, they keep businesses out of reservations and not the Indians themselves surrounding powers because they don't want them to get power and all of a sudden start reasserting them. You know, the American government still is pursuing a policy of not necessarily extermination, but at least trying to keep them marginalized you know they don't want them to you know the casinos thing and all that stuff that's that's good to a certain extent but that does not that does nothing for the community like it you know the communities are still poor they're still victimized by outside forces and if the if they don't want them to go back to the thing where they start bringing up old treaties you didn't utter a single fucking word of this thing can we get a millionth of the fucking land back <laughs> yeah, you can get it back until we find gold or uranium, or, or we want to put a pipeline, or we want to put a pipeline through, or you know, or you're interfering. There was one that happened in Wisconsin, and it was a bunch of shit kicking, dumb fuck redneck hillbillies who wanted to keep these Native Americans to to keep them from spearfishing because they said it's affecting the the yield in the haul they're taking from the lake. It's much and, harder and, than and just throwing yes, a line out there and getting said. drunk. And and then one of the Native Americans who was like he had he had he had been educated at like the University of Minnesota or something he's an attorney. He said, No, it didn't affect it in one fucking bit. He said, I just got back. We're I'm an expert in fish law. <laughs> <laughs> they brought in Charlie Kelly. <laughs> By the way, there is a shirt that says Charlie Kelly attorney at law. Oh, I want <laughs> Specializing in bird law. <laughs> um but no, they said, no, we, we just want to fish in the traditional way because we want to live traditionally. He said, we see what the outside world has to offer. We are interested in some of it. But a lot of he said a lot of Native Americans like living isolated still. They said they don't they're not they don't like the modern world. They don't like America. For one thing, they're really not fans of Americans. There are Native American patriots. There is a guy, the mo one of the most decorated soldiers in Vietnam is a Native American. And he's. You know, they got pictures of him and stuff. And, you know, that, of course, that's kind of suppressed. They don't want, you know, nobody wants to hear that. 
You know, because then that makes you feel bad. So if Americans don't like feeling bad about how bad they fuck the Native Americans, you know what I mean? So if, if the spear fishing is fucking up the uh, the population of the fish, what about like rednecks that use bows to fish? Yeah, I see, you see that all the time, and yeah, and it's I, awesome. It's a great way to fucking get fish. Yeah. Like, why would you give a fuck how you get them? Well, they said it's a, the only thing that they didn't like was the fact that they were having to cede small amounts of land back to the Native Americans for them to fish exclusively. So they raised hell, and actually, a bunch of they, they there's a there's an audio recording. You might be able to find it. Some Native American women went into a bar to use a bathroom, and a bunch of men beat them up. Grown men beat these women up. Two engine gals walk into a bar, <laughs> and then they get walked into the bar head first. Um, and they took him to Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. They took him. They took him to court, and the court said, "There's nothing we can do. We can't prove anything." And the lady said, "We have all of us as witnesses." <laughs> and they said, "Well, you're biased in this." They said, "We're citizens. We're American citizens. What we say doesn't matter." And basically, the judge told him, "No, it doesn't matter what you say." And listen to all these. That's what gets me pissed off is when I have to deal with stupidity and what I call the Republican shrug. When you tell them something like that and they're like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck the Native Americans. Should have fought harder. You know, (laughs) that's basically what they say. (laughs) Should have fought harder. (laughs) That's basically their point. You know, and And it's a fair point. No, it isn't. <laughs> they fought really fucking hard. I mean, I mean, uh, like I got into an argument with a guy who's an old friend. I read up on this, the fact that we, they always try to depict the United States Army as like, well, they're, they were just overwhelmed, these Native Americans, and they had superior numbers, and due to our technology and just our fighting spirit, we took them over. That's complete fucking horseshit. There is not a, an ounce of truth to it, because the Native Americans actually defeated the United States Army in at least two fucking campaigns. The, the uh, Sioux defeated them, and the Seminole defeated them, and they sued for peace. And then all they did was sign a bunch of treaties, which they weren't going to honor, and yank the land out from under fucking neath them, just like they always did. They would have meetings where they would get uh, usually reservation Indians who were, you know, speaking for the tribes. So they said to make it ha- with the veneer of legality, and then they would do that and fuck them, just like they always did. And so, well, your tribe voted. No, we fucking didn't. We had the meeting. We And they tried to explain to him time and again, when we don't approve of something, we don't show up to the fucking meeting. That is our voting no when we don't come, because we're not coming to the fucking meeting. So that's what they do. <laughs> you said some and all. I had to. Yeah. I knew it. He picked up his phone, and I looked, and I giggled. Who is that? John Anderson? Yes. Yeah. I like how the I like how the shit kicking rednecks honor Native Americans with their songs and their spirit and all that shit. But when they start to try to to try to retake the land and say we want some of these treaties honored, they're fucking engines again. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like John Anderson always had a tremolo on his voice. It's the best. I love John Anderson. That's some history for you, though. I think the I think the history of the Seminole goes thus, and I don't know it for sure. 
The Seminole, the... I'll be quiet. The United States government had fought... Actually started a war against the Seminole because the Seminole were taking in escaped African slaves from plantations. The slaves had actually gotten out among them and said, if you run to the Seminole, they'll take you in and they won't give you back. Because at this point... Only send the ones you don't want to keep. Send... Toby over there he, <laughs> Motherfucker can't shoe a horse or anything Get him the fuck out of here No um, They they would actually run To to those nations And it wasn't just the Seminole It was the Creek And, and other tribes And the United States government said Give them back And the Seminole said Go fuck yourselves We're not giving them back their people And we're, But it is also political on their point They knew it was weakening the plantation system In the United States Who they always fucking hated Matter of fact there was a Due to that There was actually a A, a an idea and it was passed around a lot of the tribes that they were going to fight on the part of the confederacy not because they agreed with slavery but because they hated the fucking united states government and they wanted to aid in its destruction well that's part of uh, the war of uh, 1812 whenever uh, francis scott key wrote his one hit uh, <laughs> one hit fucking wonder <laughs> um the third verse talks is celebrating the, the slaves de- death of slaves down, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. And bring that up to anybody and they say, well, that's ancient history. It, it's it's gone. It's gone. 200 years ago. <laughs> well, that's, they don't have any concept. But, yeah, and then I always throw the Native Americans out there to the hardcore alt-right nationalists and say, what about this? And they basically say, fuck them. That is basically their answer. They give a shrug and they say, fuck them. And, you know, it, it occurred to me that – they're extreme. The United States government is extremely lucky that in successive generations, the Native Americans have been so subjugated that some of these guys, and there are a disproportionate amount of Native Americans who have served in the United States Armed Forces, especially in, in wars like Vietnam and stuff like that. They're, they're lucky that some of these guys didn't come back with military training and start mobilizing these people and putting guns in their hands and saying, we're not going to fucking take this shit anymore. That's exactly what fucking happened on Pine Ridge. Pine Ridge Reservation, where they went after Leonard Paltier, and the um, it's called Incident at Aglala, and the the two FBI agents went onto this compound, the Jumping Bull compound, and opened fire on these natives, and the natives f- fired back and shot them, and then a van, I mean, a truck rolled up on the fucking site, Native American guy got out, AR-15, blew their fucking brains out, both agents. Hmm. Well, then the agency... Destroyed, shredded a bunch of documents, said that never happened. They didn't start this firefight. It was, you know. They didn't start the fire. (laughs) But then um, they tried three men who ran the largest uh, largest manhunt in FBI history, which you never hear about because it makes the FBI and the United States government look really fucking bad. Leonard Paltier, Jimmy Eagle, and uh, I can't remember. I think his last name was Bad Heart Bull or something like that. But he... It sounds like a wrestling character. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> Coming to the ring now, Bad Heart Bowl. <laughs> He's got a bad heart. Um, <laughs> After two minutes, he just had to <laughs> But they, they put all three men on trial, acquitted the first two on this evidence, and convicted the third on the same evidence. You can't do that. You can't c- acquit two men on the evidence and then convict well, the, on the same did evidence. The, did the glove fit? <laughs> But if Johnny Cochran had been fucking working for him, maybe they'd, got, they'd gotten out of it. But that's the thing. They actually didn't commit this crime. You know, it's... But Here's the uh, third verse of the uh, 
National Anthem. No refuge could save the hiring and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. He really leaned heavy on or the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yeah, he was, he was a one-trick pony. He was a one-trick. Kept going back to it. One-trick pony. Like it was some you know. sort of a chorus or something. <laughs> Fuck you. Have you seen that one that says they're all over... Colin Kaepernick for not standing for the for the uh, national anthem, but Enrico Palazzo messed it up. <laughs> Chose Leslie Nielsen of the Naked Gun singing <laughs> when he fucked up the national anthem. Overall, oh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest scenes in fucking movie history. I love that, that fucking movie. Oh god, they're tremendous. But um, Leslie Nielsen's a comedic genius. Yeah, he is. He's a hero. It's a goddamn national treasure. We should build a fucking... Philadelphia should build a fucking statue of him <laughs> instead of no, Stallone. It should, no, it shouldn't be him. It should well, be... Should have him a statue? It, should, it should not be him. It should be his character, Frank Drebin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, we like Frank Drebin. <laughs> I hear Leslie Nielsen was a cunt. <laughs> um, no, but if you ever get a chance... Uh, there's a book that deals with that whole case called The Spirit of, Spirit of Crazy Horse by Peter Mathias. And then Robert Redford made a documentary about it that is actually suppressed by the United States government called Incident at Aglala. And he fought the American government and said, I'm fucking putting it out anyway. And they tried to sue him and take him to court. And it actually a court battle over the movie. Has it ever been put out? It has. And it's out now. I've watched it. And it's... It's good. It's really good, but it's also even it, though Robert Redford has something to do with it. Are you fucking kidding me? Robert Redford's the fucking man. Um, it is the most, it, but it's one of those things that's completely fucking infuriating. It's like watching uh, Making a Murderer, which I watched some of, and holy shit, was that some slime ball fucking crap going on? They let uh, Brandon Dassey out. Yeah, or, I, I don't know if he's out <clears> yet, but they uh, they're going to let him out. Yeah, I, it's just I'd tiptoe around that other guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. About <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, Uncle, uh, <laughs> what's his name? I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. But I know Brandon. The uh, he didn't get out in time for WrestleMania. He did right? not get out in time for WrestleMania. So. Motherfuckers missed like 12 WrestleManias. And yeah, when, uh, he's like going back. He's like, uh, it's probably going to be the Mankind versus Rock this time, right? <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, Billy Gunn still kicking? <laughs> kicking ass? Badass Billy Gunn. <laughs> Do you see that uh, top 10 countdown of wrestling themes I uh, posted a few weeks ago? I did. It was all, it was, all Mr. All, ass. All, all Mr. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that's, but, you know, we were talking about what's going on. That's going on in the news. The pipeline wants to go through and the standing. Well, they brought them water and tobacco. (laughs) Isn't that fucking crazy? I can't fucking believe that. Maybe if we bring them army men. (laughs) Bring them Lincoln logs. They love building things. You just, you just said that like Martin Short did in, in fucking, uh. Arrested Development when he played that creepy old guy who couldn't walk. <laughs> Dragon, shoot me! And he threw him at fucking Buster. I did it! I pinned the army man! <laughs> he, he said, I want to do a dance. Dragon, he'd shake him. <laughs> That's one of the best fucking roles ever. God, that show is great. Well, are they doing another season of Arrested Development? I don't know. I've heard, I've heard tell that they are. I'm not sure. Chris and Wig as uh, young as, as Lucille Bluth yeah, as young was Lucille. fucking amazing. She it was uncanny how <laughs> how she had her mannerisms down, like talked like her. You know, just it was really fucking amazing. And then Seth Rogen 
just looked like Aaron playing. Like Aaron playing George, well, George Senior or whatever. <laughs> He's just laughing the whole time. <laughs> Get on a hairpiece. It's fucking terrible. Oh man. Have you guys talked about though. the death of Gene Wilder on? Oh yeah, we have Gene not. Wilder passed away. Yeah. I love him. He was pretty He's great. Pretty incredible. He was in at least two of the best movies of all time. Um, Stir Crazy. <laughs> Silver Streak. <laughs> Silver Streak. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where he did blackface? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Subway. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody said shit because they're like, we don't fucking care. It's Gene Wilder. Go fuck yourself. You know. Yeah, I did blackface. You want to fight about it? <laughs> well, what do you what do you think? The Blazing Saddles, of course. Blazing Saddles and, and Willy, Wonka. Uh, Willy Wonka. And it's not. And Willy Wonka was great. It wasn't a good movie. Let's let's just get that right on the table. But he the movie was, was not well, good. But he was so fucking good the last half of the movie. With him in it, yes, it was good. Especially the last scene. You know that he didn't. T- they didn't tell that kid. Right before they did that scene, when he was getting mad and started yelling, they didn't tell him he was going to do that. No he knew the lines, but they said it was going to be pretty subdued. Was it and Gene did? Wilder just fucking cut yeah, loose he, on him, and he cried. Yeah, Gene Wilder went off on him at the end of it. Oh, yeah. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> good day, sir. And he's just like, you're a monster. I said good day. <laughs> you're a monster. You're an inhuman monster. <laughs> He's <laughs> the worst character ever. Yeah, no. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe's. All four I of those old him. fucks wouldn't get out of bed. So that poor kid had to go fucking. Bunch of Brian Wilson. <laughs> fucking terrible. Laying in bed. I read the book, and you know the, uh, the guy who wrote it, Roll. Fucking Sir Reads a lot over here. <laughs> Roll Dahl wrote that book because he despised children. Yeah, he wanted, <laughs> and he, he wanted, wanted to make candy. a book where he could kill off as many as he could. <laughs> <laughs> he literally wrote it for that reason. All those kids the book after my heart. died. They didn't leave the <laughs> fucking factory. No, Charlie was the only one to live because Charlie was like like almost him. You know what I mean? It, they were representations of kids he hated. No. So, okay. Yeah, and um <laughs> he was good in it like when he would just do weird things like the that Veruca Salt. Snowsberry? Who ever heard of a Snowsberry? Grabs your face. We are the architects. <laughs> and we are the dreamers of dreams. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes up and he's like patting that kid's head. And then he yanks a hair out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a prick. I, I, did, I did love him as an asshole. <laughs> he was good. He was so good at it. And... Um, <sighs> And such an off kilter. Like, I like Johnny Depp's performance too. I do. Was, I think. I think it was that, so Johnny Depp. It was yeah. a good movie. Uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is you know not Willy Wonka, but Charlie is. Well, which which one is which? I think he was Charlie in the Chocolate. Okay, Factory. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is a good movie. It's actually a, a feather in Tim Burton's cap. It was a good movie, but it was not as good as the other. Willy Wonka was better. Plus, it employed so many more little people. And Charlie <laughs> Instead and of just one and reproducing a thousand it. times. Yeah, but the guy that plays... Uh, yeah, he was pretty great. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> he was one of the devils on Lord of the Rings. Oh, was he? And they say he is a 
hopeless alcoholic. Like he, he looks like it. Yeah, he, he was in like uh, fucking crazy. He's bounding down. He yes, was. He was. <laughs> <laughs> <in> Mexico. <laughs> um, <laughs> he stabs him with like a little pocket knife. Little tiny pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's like it's made like a sword. It's like a letter opener. Yeah, he stabbed me. <laughs> I can't tell you enough how everybody needs to watch. He's bounding down. He's bounding down is great. <laughs> another <laughs> another great uh, cinematic stabbing is a uh, real tenon bombs. Oh yeah, when he's. He's got his manservant, that guy from India or whatever. Virgil. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> only he does he's not counting money. <laughs> Can't believe the million dollar man let Virgil fan money out like that. Always <laughs> fanning it out. Um no, he, Gene Hackman is telling that story. He's just like he's like, I got stabbed and he took me to the hospital. He's like, who stabbed you? He did. He <laughs> <laughs> then when they got kicked out of the house, he's like, you son of a bitch. Stabbed him again. He's like, ah, stop stabbing me. <laughs> now take me to the hospital. Love that movie. Yeah, I've only seen it once and it's been 15 years ago. It's a Wes Anderson fucking wonderful fucking movie. I just remember everybody was really good. And it was, it was like the weird kind of Wes Anderson funny. Yeah, like his jokes are so dry and they're just snuck in there like <laughs> he's got the kids at the table and he's fucking smoking, of course. He's got those dark glasses on so seventies. He's like uh he's like, Are you guys getting a divorce? Uh not as yet, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> Is it because of us? No. Well <laughs> obviously when you have children it puts certain stresses on a marriage, but no, it's not your fault at all. <laughs> <laughs> And then he critiques her play It's a little kid's play <laughs> And he fucking critiques it I'm sorry the characters just weren't quite believable well, I mean it's, it's never too early to pursue excellence <laughs> He was just such a I like what he asked Danny Glover At the end when everybody was You know it was like going toward the happy ending And he said Henry you mind if I call you Henry I don't care Royal And he says Some people think I'm an asshole I don't think you're an asshole Royal I just think you're a real Son of a bitch <laughs> He's like Thank you Thank you very much <laughs> Bill Murray plays that That doctor Who's got the kid Who's just weird He's got some kind of Fucking disorder Where he He says Alright we need to make he, he said Make this Look like this And it's like a thing You put things in, in order And he just stacks them On top of each other <laughs> So bizarre <laughs> Such a great movie But anyway Gene Wilder Back to Gene Wilder um, Blazing Saddles Is Dude I, I mean My 15 year old daughter Loves it And granted She's not the typical 15 year old kid Who Isn't You know not. I'm not saying That they're not bright But they're They're Sense of humor is not quite refined yet. Her sense of humor is really refined, and she finds that movie so goddamn funny because she's just you know, and it is Gene Wilder's great in it, Cleavon Little, but he is he is such a bright spot. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. His, his most recent thing he was in was Yo Gabba Gabba. He's that way. And then <laughs> the the saddest thing about it was is that uh, when Gilda Radner, him and Gilda Radner were married. And they did a movie together called uh, Haunted Honeymoon, which was a complete lump of shit. But, you know, they really loved each other. And they were together for a lot of years. And uh, he would talk about Gilda and, you know, he'd get choked up. and He, was, he sort of stopped. Like, that was uh, Yo Gabba Gabba was 2015. Before that, the last thing he was in was uh, two episodes of Will and Grace. Yeah. In 2003. Then Alice in Wonderland TV movie in 1999. He, he really? Sort of, he sort of just stopped. Yeah. 
He was those Richard him and the him and Richard Pryor. Their movies were good. I mean, they were see no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> that was a good one. Put Love that, that one. Put that fucking ice cream cone on top of his head. <laughs> Stir crazy Sunday lovers. The Frisco Kid. I love the Frisco Kid. Woman in Red. World's Greatest Lover. Silver uh, Streak. The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother. <laughs> I remember that one. I remember that one. Blazing Saddles, Rhinoceros. Uh, Young Frankenstein was incredible. Oh, God, yeah. Everything you always want to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Now, Willy Wonka was 1971. He was in, a, he was in one with, uh, with uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, that was the. There's a western. Was it which one? He was only. He was in, a Cisco kid. Yeah, the first. Yeah, yeah, the first. He was only kid. in 37 things as an actor. It's so wild. He's it's, just one of those guys, man. Wilder. <laughs> My favorite line from him. I'm. They call me the sheriff. I'm Jim. They call me Jim. <laughs> <laughs> are we hungover? Are we black? <laughs> And then he comes back. That's one of the funniest cutscenes ever, though. It's when Cleveland Little's feeling good about himself. He walks down the street. There's that old white lady. He's like, how you doing today, ma'am? <laughs> I'm yours, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back, and he's sitting there looking sad. Gene Wilder's like, what did you expect him to say? How you doing, son? Marry my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he played just a, a rabbi in... Uh the Frisco, Frisco kid, yeah. yeah, and it was great. He does, you know, his build up to like, like when he goes off. Yeah, Ari Shavir does a a fucking spot on impression of that. Really haven't seen it, and that is an odd impression <laughs> because <laughs> it's not it's not run of the mill. You no, know? it's not. Everybody does their like, you know, everybody does their Trump. Everybody does their you know, even the more famous ones like the Johnny Carson impression, all that stuff. But a Gene Wilder, That's wild. That is wild stuff. <laughs> that is weird, wild stuff. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that David. Is, uh, <laughs> up next is David Brenner. <laughs> Do you ever see when uh, fucking Dana Carvey was doing him? And he did a great. He, he did a doing, great job. He was butt fucking Johnny Carson. He was doing him. Yeah, that was good. No, uh, he did Carsenio, where it was Johnny Carson, oh, yeah. but more like Arsenio. I had, my, I had my finger along. <laughs> People ask me if I do the wild thing. I say I do the best wild things. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And it's just... <laughs> and fucking... Uh, uh, what was that? I have no idea. But that was a good one. Um, I'll tell you who does great impressions is uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey does amazing impressions. He does do pretty good impressions, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, what, he did Walter Matthau in, uh, <laughs> auditioning for Star Wars or something? Did he? I think that was... Or he did somebody auditioning for Star Wars. <laughs> and Walter Matthau. It's <laughs> 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 fucking amazing. Did you... <laughs> I loved Walter Matthau too. He's in uh, he's in Neil Simon. I like Neil Simon stuff. You like Neil Simon stuff? I'm not even sure. I like the original Odd Couple with him, oh, and, him yeah. and Jack Lemmon. Yeah. I love Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon is one of those guys. You know, they did, Grumpy and Grumpy Old Men is just basically the Odd Couple yeah. all over again. I mean, it, those two guys had such chemistry, and I like Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, they're great. <clears throat> yeah. Plus, fucking Sophia Loren was still a smoke show in those fucking oh, movies, God. especially for an older lady. But um, and Anne Margaret wasn't bad either. But uh, 
you know, he was him and Jacqueline were great in that. And uh, oh, this is just ten celebrity Christopher Walken impressions. I've been searching for an hour for the it's Kevin Pollock. Yeah, it's Kevin Pollock. You can tell <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah, Kevin Pollock's great. It's clear to me now that go on. You'd think after all these years. Yeah, not good. <laughs> I'd know not to fly over volcanoes. <laughs> I'm a freaking idiot. Jay, I noticed that your dog was. Jay Morris. He does a good one. <laughs> your dog. Love it. Has no tail. That's crazy. <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> I like. I like to eat it. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Who's was that? Bradley Cooper. This is your voice. And <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but it's I don't pretty know good. If it's that good, but <laughs> this is the voice. I'm captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, it's Kevin Spacey. It's not the fast ship. He's got the cadence, but yeah. Fast ship. You've never heard. <laughs> Here's uh, Kevin Spacey on the Wheel of Impressions from uh, what's that show with Jimmy Fallon? The Light Show. Yeah. Now, how it works here is I'm that's impressed. that's the most you could afford. This is. The- <laughs> <laughs> is this is that the, the whole wheel? <laughs> This this controls the wheels. Oh, the, it controls the, the Bluetooth wheel. technology. Like, where is the wheel itself? It's, it's set in, up uh, to where. He does, he, like, I don't it's know what's coming. Who am I going to do an impression? Of, but he knows exactly who he can do impressions of. He just tells. It will appear behind us or yes, under us no, 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 or yes, above us. There is a wheel. Yes. Uh, right. So when I press it, it activates the wheel. So I don't want to press it now. Okay. Okay. Explain it more, dick face. Jesus, fuck! Just get to the funny. And it'll land on one random celebrity, one random topic. Ah. But whoever's turn it is has to do an impression of that celebrity talking about that topic. Oh. Hear this town. <laughs> Do you hear this? What? It's a lot of bell ringing. That's all. Right, all. Um, now all the celebrities are ones that we can sort of do impressions of. I okay. put that. That's in the list. And since today is Halloween, all the topics are Halloween themed. Kevin, you're up first. Here we go. Okay. Johnny Carson, of course. Okay, Johnny Carson, and you have to talk about costume parties. Costume parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Listen, I love a good costume party. It's Halloween. A lot of people are dressing up, of course, as ghosts and witches and goblins and vampires. But this year, I've decided I'm going as the scariest creature in the world, my (laughs) ex-wife. Fucking great. It's so good. That was great. Okay, oh, yeah. scare the kids too. Scare the kids. No. Do I press the button now, or yes. you press the button? <laughs> you, can press, you can press. You can press my button. It seems like you, it's like your show or something. <laughs> you, can, you, uh, you can press the button. All right, Here we go. press Ready? the button. Here we go. All right, celebrity is Doctor Phil. Uh, okay. <laughs> Doctor Phil Frankenstein. Doctor Phil Frankenstein. Now, now, Frank, listen to me. Now, deep, <laughs> it's pretty good. Deep down, you're not a monster. <laughs> you, you're only a monster when you're drunk. That's why you're a monster. <laughs> that's good enough. That's plenty. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. All right, that's good. I like that we do bad impressions. And whenever I do an impression, I'm doing somebody else's impression of an impression. Oh, yeah. Let me hear your Dr. Phil. I can't do a Dr. Phil. You can't, never could. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know what to say. Well, see, what your problem is, you don't. you lack self confidence, Chuck. <laughs> 
fucking good. <laughs> not really. <laughs> you can make a barrel of biscuits, but that's not going to make a gunpowder. <laughs> he's always got that homespun wisdom. Like, <laughs> it makes no up. fucking sense. Yeah, he's an idiot. Can't stand him. Um, uh, you want to do favorite things just uh, because we're. <clears throat> yeah, let's do favorite things. Seem to be slowing down and relying on videos, which is well, it's not different than what we usually do. So. No. We have fun. <laughs> Nobody else does. That's right. <laughs> fuck them. I do this for me. Fuck, fuck faces. And warm woolen mittens. Brown- fuck you, Julie Andrews. Okay. More like, more like Julie. Fuck you. Andrews. Fuck you, Drews. <laughs> Julie, fuck Drews. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I'm tired. Me too. Go ahead. Favorite things. Um, fall. Oh, you're a girl. <laughs> Tell me you don't like fall. Tell me who doesn't like fall. It's the only time of year I like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Halloween. You know, um, just everything about it. I don't like the. I like cold. Like I do like winter. I despise summer. Summer fucking sucks. Spring's not bad. Balls are all sticky. Yeah, all it's time. fucking. It's everything's rotting and. No fucking bugs everywhere. You can't fucking sleep when it gets too fucking hot. All these minorities. I'm <clears throat> <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that's you know scary movies. That's that's a favorite thing. Um, Such as Stitches. Have you watched Stitches? Not yet. What's it about? It's about a. Uh, is it a clown? Yeah, it's a clown that dies. Is it the Eli Roth clown? No, not oh, yet. Oh man, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> so I'm waiting on that. Said like Swiper from uh, fucking Stitches is just ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a it's a clown and he's doing this party at this kid's house at the beginning. Wait, of the I might have seen it. Let me look it up. And the kids pull a prank on him, and they tie his shoes, and he falls backwards and lands onto the dish. Uh, Washers open and lands onto a butcher. I mean, lands onto a chef knife. Then he stands up and like blood squirting every. It's blood's getting all over these kids, <laughs> just squirting everywhere, and they're screaming. He pulls it out and then uh, trips again or something. And it goes back into his eye, and then all the kids are running. And, and there's one kid standing there just staring and just getting covered in blood, screaming. So it's about that kid. And then later on, this clown comes back from the dead. Okay, to this, a party. It's great. It actually looks awesome. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> it looks incredible. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk about that. That okay. When it comes to scary movies, you have your great ones. Uh, the scary movie are, one. You got your scary movie two. I'm not watching any. Oh hell yeah! You got your scary fucking movie three. <laughs> They're fucking horrible. <laughs> I like um, one. Laughed really hard on God. scary movie one. I got some giggles out of it. Yeah. Uh, Halloween, original Halloween, oh, original Halloween. Great I movie. think is the best one of those. And I do like. The, I like. Halloween. I like the reboot. I like it too. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the Rob, Rob Zombie ones. They were good. Um, I did like. I like. I like the third one. I like Seasons of the Witch. Be quite honest. That one's a real weird one too. And it, that's the reason I like it. It's so off kilter. It's like, hey, let's just get rid of this Michael Myers bullshit. Let's just bring in some sort of weird thing where you watch this weird commercial and then maggots crawl out of pumpkins. It's it, amazing. It, it was strange, <laughs> but it was really cool. Um, it's one of those movies that just feels like Halloween. You know what I mean? Like it's Halloween's got a feel. Uh, Donnie Darko is a favorite Halloween movie. That's a real, real Halloween movie. All around me are familiar faces, worn out of vaginas. That's a great movie too. I, I, I really think it's never watched it. I like Donnie Darko too better. 
Estorco. That is sister. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> um, you haven't seen it? No. Do you know the premise? I know he sees a, a rabbit. Well, here's the premise. Um, it's Rocky and Bullwinkle. It's the, it's the <laughs> rabbit that got pulled out of the hat. And he's Rocky. like, quit putting me back in the fucking hat already. <laughs> Dudley Do-Right shows up. <laughs> solves the whole thing. Um, and then the, somehow the, the <laughs> rabbit's like, I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> Scooby-Doo jumps out. Then Chuck gets mad. And then I get Hannah Barbera, and I saw <laughs> red, and it was over. Sounds like a good movie. Starts bleeding out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Barbera! We watched Bad Milo. Yes. That's a great one. Bad Milo that- is awesome. It's about a, a, a monster that's in somebody's ass. <laughs> that's awesome. It's in his asshole. Who's the guy? It's the dude from the he's Wet Hot the, American Summer. He's in the state. The tall, good-looking one in the state. Michael Ian Black. <laughs> not the not the smarmy one. Yeah, the the tall, good-looking one. Fucking Ken of- Marino. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was also in uh, Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, Donnie Darko. Here's the the basic gist. He it's in the eighties. He plays uh, this kid who sleepwalks, and he's you know he's just regular kind of regular kid. Who plays him? Donnie Darko. Jake is that the name? Hall. Okay. Um, the casting is great uh, because the mom is uh, Mary McDonald, who does a great job in everything she's fucking in. Um, the dad was. He's an actor who's never really quite got on, but he's good. Maggie Joan Hall plays his sister. Um, Seth Rogen is actually like, in it. I like her in Secretary. I haven't seen him. She gets gets See fucking fucked by a uh, who's that guy? He was in um, Boston Legal. Yeah, uh, the weird guy. I mean, the really he's a really good actor from. He was Boston. in Less yeah. Than Zero. Uh, yeah, uh, British guy. He's not British. Looks like he he's, should be British. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> he seems as though he should be British. <laughs> yeah. yes. James Spader? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's Spader. It. Love Spader. Spader. Yes. Love me some fucking Spader. <laughs> Spader. <laughs> Spader. He can play him. <laughs> um, but anyway, he, he gets taken to this. He starts seeing this uh, rabbit, Frank. And it starts showing him these things about how he's got to save these people and all this stuff. And this shows him a jet. And there's just going to be this paradox in reality. And he has to go back and save him. It's really fucking great. Like, it's it's so it's so Halloween. I mean, it's it feels like Halloween. Is it creepy? Yes, it extremely. Creepy. Like, okay. the rabbit is... Swayze's in it. Swayze is in it. Um, so is uh, Drew Barrymore, Noah Wiley. Um, they play two teachers. Um, and it's just, I love it. Like, I need to get a copy because I, I would watch it every day. It's one of those movies. Jenna Malone. Jenna Malone is Seth in it. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is in it, and I didn't even know he was in it until I watched it again. Like, I think I tried to Seth watch Rogen. it, and it just seems so slow. And It is, to begin with, but another thing, too, the cut, the original cut of it, Richard Kelly hated the director, and so he said, I'm going to recut it, and the director's cut is ten times fucking better because it explains a lot of things, too. Yeah. It's a lot to do with time travel and quantum physics and all this stuff. <laughs> And it's really fucking cool. Um, it, it, not scary so much as eerie and just a good film. Um, film. 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 <laughs> it was, uh, film. Could f- should have fucking said it's that. It's one of my favorite films. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and scary movies, I'm a purist when it comes to this. I do not watch sci-fi scary movies during Halloween. They gotta be Halloween movies. It's gotta be supernatural or serial killers or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Stranger Things or something like that. Stranger Things does count. I mean, that's... Uh, what did you, you think about that? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I fucking loved it. It's one of my favorite, absolute favorite it's things. the best. Yeah, it was... It did everything right. Um, Even though it, all the all the uh, 
tributes that paid to everything else, it still didn't lose itself in those. And I was that was part of the fun is picking them out because the last episode wasn't was alien. That's all it was. Yeah, they're walking around in all the cocoon shit, and there's an actual egg and stuff there. The kid with that, the thing in his mouth. Yeah, that's alien. Spoiler alerts. And, yeah, and then Just watch it, fuck faces. But please. it was also Silent Hill, and it was also you know E.T. Uh, Indiana Jones, Fright Night. Did I have a Fright Night element? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, they should have Malcolm McDowell in there. <laughs> he's dead. I though, fucking I hate Malcolm McDowell. I've never liked him. That's probably why he was so good in that movie. He get he's uh, he's not in Fright Night. I'm thinking of somebody else. It's it's uh that's um David Keckner. <laughs> I, w- I wish <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. Whammy, <laughs> whammy. <laughs> She's got a big old behind her. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch Out Cold? He yes. plays like the drunk. He plays like the drunk maintenance guy or whatever. Isn't that the one where they're skiing and shit? <laughs> yeah. I need to see that. It's got That's Galifianakis in it. Yes, I really need to see that. You ever go in them lesbian chat rooms? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. He, Are they any good? It's Roddy McDowell. Roddy McDowell. Yeah. Uh, Planet of the Apes alum. <laughs> Fucking uh, Kegner plays the same guy. Yeah, he just plays it's, himself. It's great. He's, I love it. Fucking that you goddamn see fucked up movie where he plays the rich guy paying the, the oh, yeah, buddies. The, yeah. uh, what the fuck's the name of that one? Mm. I mean, he still plays himself. You see him get off. He, he's acting like he jizzes his pants, and it's the funniest fucking thing. But it's oh. the most fucked up movie. Oh. He's got that. that you know that lip, but uh, it's a really fucked up movie with him. I don't think I've heard of it. What the fuck? Well, I'll, I'll tell you the name of it as soon as I find it. Ooh, he's going to be in the new Twin Peaks. If you ever watch David Koechner is yeah. If you ever watched Twin Peaks, I never got it. I liked it, but it it was just so David Lynch. What's well, above my head? I don't. You know, I, I, I eh, it's it's not above my head. You're smart of a guy as I am. Thanks. <laughs> what? I said you were smart. No, I'm saying that's a sincere compliment. Thank you. <laughs> you're not a <laughs> you're not a mouth breathing waffle stomper. <laughs> what is this? What is that name? I did see a movie last night that has him in it called Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. That is just incredible. It's with Kegner and Kegner's in it. One of my favorite things he ever did was when he was on The Office. He's oh, like, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, Michael yeah. Scott's friend, and he fucks with him all the time. He took a shit in his office. <laughs> And then he, he just shows up. He looks at Jim. Hey, you doing, Halpert? Still queer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find that fucking movie, and I can't. Cheap thrills. Cheap thrills. Yeah, the, like the the fucking picture, like the promo for the movie doesn't look like no, what that movie all. is at all. It's it's a fucked up movie. It is looks it, like it's like a teen comedy. This this is, is it like a dark, real dark. Oh, oh it's the darkest. He pays. He pays these like two buddies. To do fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, hey, the first one to cut their finger off is going to get $50,000. First one to do this. Hey, the first one to fuck me. If you fuck my wife in front of me while this happens, you get $20,000. And one of, he's just trying, the, the main character is just trying to pay his bills. Yeah. Like, he's getting evicted. He's got a wife and a kid. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, I enjoyed it. That shit's disturbing. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff. Like, on Hostel. At the end where that guy comes in and he's just like, and he's talking to him. He's just like, you know, you know, I just couldn't get off anymore. You know, I, I, and he, I think he even mentioned that he had gone into pedophilia and shit like that and couldn't get off. And he said, this is the only thing that does it is me just murdering people. And I'm just like, you know, and you know, there's people out there like that. That's a thing. You know, it's just, there's, 
I don't like the dark underside of a lot of shit. I mean, it bothers me. <clears throat> this right here just kind of aimed. It's it's different than that. That's super dark, right? You know, but this, is just, this is just a guy that super down on his luck, and him and his buddy are talking about it, and and Kegner overhears them, and he's got his super ridiculously out of his league hot wife <laughs> with him. Who's his wife? Sarah Paxton. Yeah, oh. Sarah Paxton, and they he's. Apparently got disposable income, so he pays them to do all kinds of fucked up shit to each other <laughs> and to themselves. And it it's a story that develops, and it's really good <laughs> if you can stomach it. Yeah. There's well, another movie that has, sort of has the same premise that I like to look called 13 Sins. I haven't seen that one. Oh, my God. It's fucked up, too. See, there's another one uh, that I, same premise. There, this guy invites all these people over for dinner. Yes. And I they, think I've seen it. It's I think it's got dude from Bad Milo in it. But uh, they just... Whoever does this the quickest or whatever starts killing. What was people. it called? I've watched it before. Was it the ABCs of Death? No, the ABCs of Death is with all the little short movies. Vignettes. In it. Yeah. What Which the, is the, the, that are like real? No, it's uh, everybody. It's not faces all the, of death. All these different. Which I masturbated to a lot in high school. <laughs> everybody always talk. Man, you get to watch those faces of death. I'm like, no, I don't. I, don't <laughs> I, used, like to, I used to go rent them from Butler. Yeah, I remember having them. Video. ABC's a death though. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, twenty six different directors and they all have a letter of the alphabet. Yeah, I don't know. And then they did a second one too. Yeah, there's two of them. They're fun. There's. I just I sh- I've showed you one of them. I think it's only like they're like ten minute long segments, if that. Yeah, there's one of them. The guy and he's running down the street in slow motion. He's pissed his pants. He's in just white tighties and he's pissed his pants. He's foaming at the mouth. His eye, his his uh, you know his eyeballs are shot out and he's just running. Slow motion. His chariot's a fire plane. <laughs> and then he, he shoves, I think so, something like that. Shoves a chick. <laughs> People are screaming. And then all of a sudden, uh, you see this, this cop come by and like shoots him. And then he falls back. And then it says 10 minutes earlier. And the guy's just drinking a beer. He goes, sure, I'll do bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can laugh at someone. I can do. Yeah, it's the, the, the uh, ABCs of that doesn't take itself <laughs> Seriously at all That sounds great Yeah <laughs> It's really fun We can watch it later If you want I think it's still On Netflix There's yeah. one I want to watch that has, It's called Holidays And it has uh, It's got It's the same thing A bunch of different Directors take a holiday And they do like A short on huh. it And they jam it all together Kevin Smith did one oh, shit. And I want to I might watch it later Holidays Holidays It's on the It's on the Netflix hmm. but, uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse Is it on Netflix It's on Amazon Prime Okay, it's it's a free to free to view oh. thing, but it's uh, just a scout troop, and there's only three of them because it's like a nerdy thing in their town to be a scout. Yeah, and uh, the they go camping, and the fucking scoutmaster, who's Dave, David Keckner, doesn't make it, and then two of them leave, and blah blah blah, zombies happen, <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> it's great, <laughs> and the scouts are only people prepared, and they go to like a fucking home improvement store I've, and they make all kinds of shit i've seen like i've seen uh the trailer and shit I, well and i've seen like that you know advertising stuff i'm no, I I like that that is intriguing but i haven't watched it it's good i liked it um just because it's absolutely it's not scary in any way shape or form it's just a fun fucking but movie. see those are fun like um there's a couple of movies i love old 80s horror movies that are bad my favorite one of my favorites is phantasm 2 
Oh, that's a, yeah. I fucking love it. Troll 2. And it is a lump of <laughs> We talked shit. about that. Oh, yeah, yeah we <laughs> did. And Troll 2 is fucking We awesome. talked about it yeah, on the but, fun employment <laughs> files that came out earlier this week that hasn't come out yet. As, as we're talking, it hasn't come out yet, but yeah. it, it comes out. Man, the actor's like a loved person. Everybody loves him. He's yeah, like, yeah. Really super the, sweet guy. His ex-wife loves him. <laughs> you know, he said, how many other women do you know that just love their ex-husband? We can't be married, but he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great guy. I've um, never seen the movie, but I've, I've only seen the documentary, and it was a lot of fun, so. Yeah. I love um, there. Okay, there's bad. There's bad. Scared stupid. You bite your fucking. No, I loved it. That's okay. That's That's a quality horror movie. Okay, ice cold meak. There's bad. Like okay, one of the worst movies I've ever seen is a scary movie. It's a Wicker Man with. uh, Bacon? No. It was uh, uh, fucking Cage. Nick, Nicholas Cage. It is a complete it's fucking probably great. train wreck. It is so awful. No, it's not. It, it's not what you're thinking. Like, it's. They should have made it the John Wicker Man. And <laughs> <laughs> this guy made out of Wicker who just fucking kills everybody. <laughs> you got the, you got your Nicholas Cage. You got your Ellen Burstyn. Lily Sobieski is in it. Lily Sobieski. I liked her better the first time when she was, was Helen, Helen Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They look the same and they sound the same. They really do. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. There's like a kid, Roman. Uh, he was uh, in um, uh, the drumming movie. Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. He's John Cusack. Yeah, he is. Looks a lot, there, yeah. there was another kid before him who's sort of disappeared who looked and sounded a lot like John Cusack. Yeah. It's like Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah. You know, exact same delivery, except Eisenberg went the more drama route. And did quite well. Well, he's super funny in Zombieland. He is. That's a great fucking movie. I love yeah, that one movie. Of um, that fucking clown. He's also <laughs> in uh, fucking Adventureland, and I love that fucking movie. I think that is such a, such an underrated movie. He's good in it, and Ryan Reynolds is good in it too. But Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader are fucking amazing in that movie. Like my favorite scene, I was talking about at work the other day. You've said it on this show. I know. I'm just, just going to say it again. Is <laughs> when that Guido's chasing my fucking Heisenberg comes around to the office. This guy's trying to kill me. <laughs> Kristen Wiig just takes the bat and throws it up in the air. And Bill Hader catches out of mid air. It's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you just dro- straight drooled all over. <laughs> Maybe you are a drooling idiot. I know. <laughs> I love it. My dick just got hard. <laughs> the white drool going down his beard. <laughs> just reminded me of some experiences I had in some gas station restrooms. <laughs> the uh I think it might be might be one of the uh I can't think of what you know you know the eighties scary movies, like the zombie ones mm-hmm. that they kept making and there's like forty of them. I can't Land think. of the Dead and it might it might be like one of, of the deads, but it's about a chick that's a zombie that realizes she's a zombie and the only way she can control her hunger is through pain. <laughs> so she starts like I, I, you just sold it. I don't know what it is, but you sold it to <laughs> so, me. I so mean, she's like piercing herself, and she shoves a nail like a, a railroad spike through her hand, and attaches a rock to it nice. to kill other zombies. <laughs> I have never. This heard sounds of this. awesome. I mean, it does. Uh, I don't think it's that great. I, don't, I, I watched it here this, a couple years ago. I think it's one of the of the deads. Of the Living Dead, you oh, mean? the Living Dead. Yeah, like there was Return of the Living Dead, which is one of my favorite movies of all fucking time. Which one was the one where they introduced fast zombies? Was that the remake of that was Night of the Living Dawn Dead? of the Dead? Dawn of the, the Dead, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. No, it, which was a Zack Snyder vehicle. No, the remake of the Dawn of the Dead was good one. The one where they're in the mall. 
Yeah, I think I like that one. I like. You're thinking two. of Day of the Dead. It's when you're, zombies started using guns and shit. Yeah, that was, no, that's yeah. Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. <laughs> Is that with Ving Rhames? I seem to remember Ving Rhames being in. Ving Rhames was in a couple of them. You know what I'm not a fan of? Pat Resident Evil movies. I thought you were going to say, I Bing like- Rames. <laughs> Can't stand them. Showing up all Quit. bald and black. <laughs> Quit hawking those fucking sandwiches. <laughs> um, Won't stop talking about meat. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You got the meat. Quit, quit lording it over my head. <laughs> I've got a giant dick. <laughs> Have you heard Chuck's uh, Craig Robinson impression? <laughs> no, it's pretty good. <laughs> I can't do it now. Oh, you got to. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, I'm Leslie Mann trying to get into the bar on in a in a was, was knocked up. Is it knocked up? It's knocked up. <laughs> trying to get in the bar. Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> he does the thing where he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let you in this club because you old as fuck. <laughs> pretty I mean, good. It's, it's not bad. I mean, f- not for the earth, for this club. It's like, and she's pregnant. It's like, I can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches running around the club. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm not put on the spot, I actually do it much better. Craig Robinson might be I one of my favorite. I would wear that ass out. <laughs> I would tear that ass out. <laughs> He had a, a sitcom for about five minutes last I liked summer. it. I, I thought watched it was it. good. I enjoyed every second. I of liked it. him in fucking The Office. He was great in The Office. Oh, yeah. When he was talking Michael Scott down from the, he was going to kill himself. <laughs> Michael, you're terrible. You're brave because your life is so awful. <laughs> 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 uh, my favorite thing, though, is on Hot Tub Time Machine. It's just like, um, he's like, you need to go out and take care of this guy. He's like, <sighs> What's up, dog? (laughs) Oh, like the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Pulls those shitty keys in a dog's ass, throws them at him. You know, he's a towel carrier. He's always has that towel. He's always got a towel. Does he? Yeah. Do I sweat off? And he he breaks it out at the end of... uh Hot tub time machine. He does it in the, this is the end. He always has. Yeah, he has it. Because that's that's he's playing himself, and that is a character trait of his. He always has a towel on him. He's. This is the end. I thought it was so fucking funny. It is funny. I like it. But the beginning, man, it was going to be the funniest movie ever. Like, I laughed so hard the first hour. Like, especially when Michael Sarah was a coked up asshole. That was the funniest fucking thing. Slaps Riyadh on the ass. He's getting his ass eaten and his dick sucked at the same time. He's, getting, he's, he's like, like, who's got my fucking cell phone, you yeah. fucking ass? And he gets stabbed with a pole when you hear something. He realizes it's in his pocket. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> and then Craig Robinson fucking who? No, it's too late for you. <laughs> <laughs> who was hanging? It was Jay. It, it was Jay Baruchel. Yeah. It was. <laughs> no, it wasn't Jay. It was uh, it was the eight. It was the um, it was the guy from The Hangover, the Asian guy. I think wasn't it? Doctor yeah. Oh, was it uh, Aziz? Uh, was, yeah, it was. It might, yeah, it was. It was his, I can't help you, Aziz. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> He's in the pit. <laughs> All you have to do is reach out and help me. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> take some That was the funniest. You know, just the fact that you know, and I watched it with um, Merle Haggard. <laughs> I wish. And I watched it with my ex fiance, and she, she, she was funny. She liked funny movies, and she. Do you call Elena your ex fiance? I'm going to start this. No. <laughs> She's my ex-girlfriend, who's now my wife. I had to break up with her. <laughs> Did you give her an engagement ring? Yeah. Did you ask for it back? It's a cock ring. 
No, I should though. Yeah. You should never. You're not engaged. See, that engagement's anymore. fucking yeah. over. You're not engaged anymore. Ring back. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Actually, it's a good sp- good scam. <laughs> I stole that from Doctor Katz or some shit. Um, no, that movie was great. Like the beginning was great, I but, but then toward the end it just kind of fell apart. But the thing where. <laughs> fucking Danny Hermione comes <laughs> in come ste- on everything Hermione comes in steals all their shit <laughs> like it, it's actually her you know it's I think I, I think I was stoned we were stoned got, watching Hermione's that. got a gun on me and the the jerk off and come on everything scene seemed like to, it was 30 we, minutes we had to pause it because we were laughing so much <laughs> we had to pause it so we could continue to laugh <laughs> yeah. it's so good there's only one movie that I found that that I found that funny. We went and saw Dumb and Dumber in the theater, and I was laughing the whole time. It was funny, but that scene where he's daydreaming and he's doing all that stupid shit, like he's <laughs> telling that story, he goes like that to that guy, and then he fucking gets in the fight, like the kung fu fight, and he keeps kicking that guy in the nuts. What? What? He punches another guy, he just keeps kicking him, and then he gets down on his knees and goes ah. <laughs> And then he just beats the guy's nuts up and he, pu- he jumps up. After the guy punches him, he goes, hey. <laughs> ah! He rips his heart out, sticks it in the doggy bag. I was bent over, pounding the seat in front of me because I was laughing. I was going to pass out. I have never laughed that hard in my fucking life. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Wasn't there a scene in that little, uh, in that little part where he like uh, runs over the girl that he's trying to bang or Something I keep like they were playing like touch football and he just fucking stiff arms her or some shit. <laughs> no, that was like that was later. Like they got into a that no, that was Harry. That okay. wasn't Lloyd. They got they got <laughs> into a snowball, snowball fight. fight yeah, and he was really it. started winging her and then he <laughs> stuck her head in the snow. <laughs> she sits up and he has the snowball and he just <laughs> fucking nails he nails her right in the nose. That movie I didn't see the second one. <laughs> It's uh, it's uh, not gar- good. Gar- 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 garbage. That's it's better than Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's better than when Harry met Lloyd. I was so you know, the Fairley Brothers are for a while they could do no wrong. Like they released so many good movies in a row. They released Dumb and Dumber, uh, something about Mary. Something about Mary's a fucking hilarious movie. <laughs> Those retards changed my life. <laughs> I work with three cards. Those dumb bastards change my life. <laughs> We got this one kid, Mongo. He's got a forehead like a driving movie thing. <laughs> but it's a good shit. So we bust chops too much. <laughs> I love that. He's a good shit. <laughs> you have him pinned? Oh, no, he's got a he's got a lanyard a, a, he, so he can run, you know, and dig. And <laughs> <laughs> Plays, that's where you got where you was playing football with them and fucking stiff arming yeah, them. And he's it. like taunting him at the end. Special my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. No, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt uh, Dillon in that movie was fuck. He made the fucking movie. Matt Dillon. <laughs> uh, whenever ben Stiller was funny too. I mean, everybody well, was Ben funny. Stiller when he's walking away after he finally concedes that he's not going to get. Married, he's just <laughs> fucking ugly crying. Yeah, yeah. snot and everything. The, uh, the People that that sing in that movie, yeah, those dudes. I've seen them who, in other places. Who are they? That's um, the Fairley Brothers. Are is it? That's them? the Fairley Brothers. Okay, because they're in. Don't King, you they, remember trees that I know? <laughs> they're in Kingpin. Yeah, that's yeah. them. Um, 
Well, I didn't know that was actually, fairly here's, here's, yeah. here's my favorite it, scene, though. Here's my favorite scene in all of something about Barry. Comes in, hugs her. He's like, we know we all, you know, we all love you, Barry. What the hell is Brett Favre doing? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. No, he just shifts. He doesn't blink. He's got those fucking teeth. <laughs> he's at the bar. He tries to stiff the guy. Cough it up, shoppers. <laughs> See, when I moved down to Wilmington the first time, it was like 1999, um, we had we didn't have cable, and we still had VHS tapes. The only movies we really had were Something About Mary, Kingpin, A Few Good Men. Great That's a, quite a departure from the other two. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we had a couple dramas, and uh, As Good As It Gets. Have you ever seen As Good As It Gets? I never watched it. You talk about fucking funny. Jack Nicholson plays the biggest asshole. I mean, he's this writer, and he's he's got OCD really bad. And he lives up the hall from uh, Greg Kinnear, who's gay. There's no reason to out people on on (laughs) the show. (laughs) His character's gay. Oh, okay. I thought you had some And Helen Hunt is the waitress, and he always goes to the same restaurant. He has to eat the same stuff. And um, these guys... Beat up Greg Kinnear Beat him up really bad Like put him in the hospital And So Jack Nicholson Has to watch his dog <laughs> And Cuba Gooding Jr. Plays Greg Kinnear's uh, Agent And he's a tough guy He's gay too But he's t- he's like a tough guy You know what I mean And uh, I think Cuba Gooding Jr. Is gay though Like He might be I, <laughs> But who cares <laughs> <laughs> And the, some of the funniest scenes Is like uh, Greg Kinnear loses his dog This is after Jack Nicholson Has put him in the garbage chute <laughs> <laughs> he walks up to his door and he said, uh, "Have you seen my dog? Uh, have you seen Verdell? What's he look like?" It's like my dog, my cute little dog with adorable face. Oh, you were talking about your dog. I thought it was that colored man I've been seeing. <laughs> Which color is that? Uh, like thick molasses with a broad nose. You know, perfect for perfect for sniffing out trouble in prison food. <laughs> And he's just an asshole through the whole thing. But he's really he's really kind of a good guy at heart. He's just so fucked up that he doesn't know what he's doing. And some woman, he's like getting on the elevator. And some woman comes up to him and says, uh, you know, how do you write women so well? He's like, I think of a man. And I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the fucking truth. <laughs> it's full of that shit. Like... Uh, Greg Kinnear has to go talk to his parents because he can't pay his bill, his uh, hospital bills. You know, they're taking everything from him. And he wants Jack Nicholson to drive him out to uh, to, to Maryland from New York. And he asks Helen Hunt to go with him to kind of be like a chaperone. He's just like, I don't know what's going to happen this trip. This trip. He might pull the stiff one eye on me. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, the stiff one eye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like uh, Stuck on You? I didn't see it. I really I enjoyed it. I haven't seen it either. That's Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah. They play. Uh, Greg Kinnear, I think, is one of those guys who doesn't get enough credit. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's so fun. Good. I mean, he, yeah. he's the only one, of really, of that cast who didn't get nominated for an Oscar for as good as it gets. Hmm. Uh, you've never seen that? It's fucking great. I'm sure it's on something I can watch it. It's Netflix or Amazon. It's or sad some points, you know, and there's there comes a moment where, you know, he actually starts to think and act like a you know just a regular person and <laughs> but he tells him he's like he's like where's all your queer party friends because he comes to his house he's like just get out of here he's like no need to stop being a lady 
You'll be back on your knees in no time. (laughs) He's such an asshole. But yeah, stuck on you. I never saw. Um, I I didn't see Outside Providence. I didn't see, and those are Fairly Brothers movies. I heard Outside Providence is one of the worst movies ever. Is that really? the one Steve Martin? No, it's uh, Alec Baldwin. Okay, yeah, I'm sure I've seen it before. I just don't uh, remember. Parts it. I saw, I, I liked it. He he's got that horrible New England accent. You hit a packed cop car. It's 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 almost a musical accent. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> God. <laughs> I saw. Uh, I watched, love The Departed because of that, I gotta be honest. It's I watched awesome. uh, Love and Mercy last night. It's about Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys and stuff. Is that the one with John Cusack? How is it? It's pretty fucking good. Dude. I knew it was gonna be fucking, awesome. Uh, <clears throat> Giamatti plays uh, Brian Wilson's psychiatrist. Oh, really? Who's uh, over prescribing him everything to keep him under his control. And like, there's a uh, Paul Dano plays young Brian Wilson. Yeah. In the early Beach Boys. And yeah. John Cusack is the 70s and 80s Brian Wilson. Elizabeth Banks is in it. She's good. I like her. It's really good. And it fucking enlightened me to shit I didn't know. Like, I, Pet Sounds is one of the greatest albums of all time. And yeah, uh, I thought, man, the Beach Boys really stepped their fucking game up. Well, it's because of the White Album. They No, it was because of Rubber Soul. Oh, is that what it was? But it wasn't the Beach Boys that stepped their game up. Brian Wilson had a some sort of a panic attack on on tour and he talked the other guys into just let him stay home and do everything and they just come in and sing on it so brian wilson hires the best musicians in the world to be the band and then the rest of the beach boys come in and just do the vocals hmm. so that's why that's i mean it's fucking smart and brian wilson is he must see music as math in some weird way i think all those guys kind of do They're- and Fucking Mike loves a cunt. And Is they, he? they yeah. I mean, I've always known that. But um like they they go on tour as the Beach Boys still to this day without Brian Wilson singing I'm sure all the songs he, that he wrote. Right, I'm sure that's the incarnation that was on fucking full house with He was actually Brian Wilson was actually with him then. Was he? I think so, yeah. That's kinda neat. But all those songs Brian Wilson's the one that wrote them. I, I just all the all the especially all the late stuff. I'm fascinated by that era of music when you had Bubblegum pop that shifted into something psychedelic and everybody started to say something deeper. You know what I mean? Like the Beatles were laughable to begin with. You got to be honest, as good as their songs were, as good as their songs were, yeah, it, it, it was, was laughable. It was, I mean, that's what it was, though. Right. That's, that's what music was, except for like stuff that didn't get played on the radio, like Bob Dylan. Right. Somehow people found out. I don't know how people found out about stuff back then. I don't either. I mean, because they don't, we don't have, Bob, Dylan, the Bob Dylan was not getting played on pop, the hurricane was a hit. pop radio. That was late though. That was that like was seventies. Yeah, seventy seven probably. He, he, Bob Dylan started in like fifty seven. That's one of my favorite scenes. Speaking of, tie that back into a movie that's in Days and Confused, where Matthew McConaughey, Jeremy London, and the, and Mitch, the kid Mitch, are walking into the the Galleria, and that song's playing, and it's in slow motion. Yeah, that's a great fucking movie. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the Beach Boys. Um, well, there's a there's a scene in it where he's con- trying to convince the rest of the guys in the group because. Uh, they're the they were all brothers except for two of them. Mm-hmm. The, the other two were cousins, I think. Yeah, and their the dad was Joe Jackson before Joe Jackson was Joe Jackson. Well, like, he was really he abusive. Beat the fuck out of like whenever Brian was young, he slapped him so hard in the head that his eardrum busted. And he said he was ninety six percent deaf in his ear. And uh, Jesus Christ, man! And, <laughs> yeah, did they show that? They did a little flashback of that. Oh my god, and, dude! Uh, See, that would be hard to watch. It was pretty hard to watch. Yeah, but it was really good. But kind of like Whiplash, too. It's hard to watch. But you're like, this There's is- a scene where he's trying to convince them that he do- doesn't want to go on tour anymore, and they can keep going on tour, and he'll just stay home, and he wants... Like, the Beatles just put out Rubber Soul, and it's the 
best album I've ever heard, and we can't let them get ahead of us. And so he stays home and makes a fucking masterpiece. There's nothing at all in that fucking album that's... I actually heard that years later, and I had no idea, because I always laughed at the Beach Boys, because they were just the Beach Boys, you know I mean? It, there was nothing existential or anything I knew on. nothing about it. About I didn't either. Until Dutch. Well, I didn't know, <clears throat> but I didn't know until I heard an interview with Brian Wilson. It was an interview on TV with Brian Wilson, and they were discussing his mental illness. There was, like, the... The doctor said he was paranoid schizophrenic, and he just had him overload with all these drugs. And um, Elizabeth Banks, uh, Melinda Ledbetter is a real name, who he and uh, Brian Wilson ended up marrying, like uh, ended up getting some sort of restraining order or something against him from Brian Wilson, and he ended up uh, getting whatever you call like he lost his license to practice medicine. Yeah, and um, because he kept him docile, there's a scene in the movie where. Um, Fucking Giamatti screaming at him. Well, you need to fucking write fucking songs, and you got to write your fucking autobiography. We got to get some money coming through here, goddamn it! And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! So he went through all that. That's the reason. He, well, he, I guess he came along after he did the whole laying in bed thing forever. Yeah, I think he came along in the '80s. That doctor, maybe. My God, he was a fucking piece of shit. But, but Giamatti's so good at everything. Oh, he was he fucking does. perfect. Yeah, he was fucking perfect as that guy, Cinderella man. Yeah, he, uh, Brian Wilson, like he. Like he he would do some shit. Like he would, um, you know how sometimes in Beach Boy songs there's like this tingly sound to the fucking piano. Mm-hmm. He would sprinkle bobby pins on the on the fucking strings in the piano. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> That's so this smart. Fucking guy. I can't think of. Uh, I'm just such a piece of garbage. <laughs> you can't compare measure to yourself. <laughs> yeah, those people. It's like Salieri and fucking Amadeus, you know, and Mozart. You know, it's just he was. He, he, there's nothing wrong with Salieri. He was actually a well. You know this story. I uh, don't even know who Salieri is. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to try to take this over and go on a tangent. But is gonna, Sally Airy a woman? Her name is Sally Airy. <laughs> no. There was a court composer in, thought. in Austria, and there's actually a whole movie about this. Amadeus Tom Holtz plays plays Mozart. Yeah, and uh, fucking what's his name? F. Murray Abraham plays Sally Airy. And um, I thought who played who played Amadeus? Tom Holtz. Oh yeah, you're right. Wolfgang Amadeus. And he did a great job. Like Amadeus, Amadeus, <laughs> Amadeus. Taco. Was that Taco or Falco? Falco Falco I'm a tuma Putting on the Ritz I'm a tuma I'm a tuma, I'm a tuma. <laughs> um, Putting on the Ritz Was taco Yeah it was uh, No the whole story is And this actually Did happen Salieri Was one of these guys Who was A, a hardcore Catholic Like as only That century could have him All the way down To loving molesting children mm. I <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd noise to make, Aaron. Is there something you'd like I'm to tell us? To, uh, no. Um, but Chris Hansen comes. I'm going to need to have a seat over there. You need to have a seat. Sit down. Yeah, just sit down. Just have a seat. Yeah, it's coming back. Oh, shit. He's bringing it back. Nice. Entrapment. <laughs> um, but in the story, see. Of a lovely <laughs> Mozart had written uh, uh, his last symphony. And it was nothing short of the probably the greatest piece of music ever written. Salieri, have wrote you ever it. heard the thong song, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> but Salieri, the reason he claimed it is that Mozart was dying of the flu, and he dictated it to Salieri. Like he said, "Trumpets now," and he gave him the notes and gave it to him. And he took 
the music, claimed it was his, sold it, and he was in an insane asylum because it drove him fucking insane. And at the end, he finally confessed. And he said, I didn't write it. But then the whole story oh, is... man. But, th- but then the whole story is great because Salieri gave... He loved music so much and wanted to be such a great musician that he was chaste. He was... Um, he gave everything to God because he worshiped God. And, and there's this great scene though, where Mozart comes to, comes to court and is playing one of Salieri's pieces and just says, didn't quite work, does it? So he just starts to take it, <laughs> take it apart and make it into something wonderful. Like, and he's, he's obnoxious and he's, He's a drunk and he's a little shit and he's spoiled and he's arrogant and he's all these things and he's a womanizer. This is all true about Mozart. Mozart was like the world's first rock star, you know, and he and Salieri goes in his room after this and takes his cross and throws it in the fire and burns it and becomes and hates God from that point on Mm. because he had given everything in his world to be a great musician and was a good musician. He actually wrote some pretty good stuff. There's just, but he wasn't fucking Mozart. There's just some know. things like Brian. It's almost like Brian Wilson didn't write those all those songs, or John Lennon, whoever whoever it is that you think it, you, your favorite person is. It's a, some dudes. It just seems like it comes out of them. Well, that's the thing. There's another scene, and this shows you how great he was. Uh, Mozart's wife comes to Salieri. Um, it brings him some sheet music, and he's trying to get him to give him some money or something, and. He's just, and it's, that movie is so well made. I don't know who directed it, but they they did a perfect job. It won so many Oscars. And he's flipping through the music, and it's just. It won all the Oscars. It won all the Oscars. (laughs) Um, And he's flipping through the music, and it's going through his head, like, and he's that great of a musician, even Salieri, is they can read what he's going to hear. And he's just flipping through it, and he's getting so mad, and he can't stand it. And he's like, well, are these, can I borrow these? And she's like, no, those are originals. He said, but there's no correction marks or anything. She said, no, he never makes corrections. He never makes a mistake. <laughs> That's fucking Mozart. He was that brilliant. When he was 10, he Mil- wrote his first concerto. Milos Foreman is the guy that directed that. That is a f- dude. What's that- the name of the movie? Amadeus. <clears throat> and it is so fucking awesome. Like, because then it, it gets into Mozart's dad was Joe Jackson before there was Joe Jackson. He, he really pressured uh, Wolfgang and said, you know, was really on him all the time because he knew how talented he was. And then there's that whole dynamic in the whole thing. And, you know, then there's his wife. He loves his wife, but, you know, all this stuff. And it is, man, it is one of those perfect movies. And, and to get into that, I mean, that the, watching the, the Brian Wilson thing made me want to fucking play music again. Then I watched a, like a documentary about how they were satanic. <laughs> Right after that. <laughs> and there's like a whole series of documentaries about how everybody's satanic. I actually saw those that kiss. He's chanting and then that's where the blood comes from. It's like, no, it's a blood pack, you fucking idiot. I can't stand that shit. I can't stand. Well, like Black Sabbath, like all they said were like, hey, let's make some music that's kind of scary, you guys. Yeah. And, and ACDC. <laughs> I remember my, my neighbors across the street. You know what that stands for, don't you? I said alternating current direct current. <laughs> No, Antichrist Devil's Children, or After Christ Devil Comes. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> I was always told it means means uh, they go both ways. I'm like, that's alternating current. That's just one thing and another <laughs> thing. <laughs> Kiss stands for Knights in Satan's Service. I was like, no, it doesn't. Wasp stands for We Are Satan's, Satan's People. people. So fucking, fucking dumb. I remember those sermons in... 
in, oh, yeah. whenever I was in church. Wasn't that so ridiculous? That was a Boomer was, Baptist thing. It, it was. This was at the Bell Creek Baptist there in Dixie, and, and I was like, I've never heard of this stuff. Why are they screaming at me about it? <laughs> I, was, I was six. I was like, why are they yelling I go, at me? I want to see this stuff. There's a song Thanks called so- Highway to Hell. <laughs> I can't believe it. That Bon Scott, he sang that and choked on his own vomit and died. <laughs> and now like he's he in hell. In, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I'd like to go to one of those churches and stand up and act like I was really a parishioner and be like, um, I just want to tell all of you, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I heard, I heard a sermon <laughs> against the Power Rangers. The fucking Power Really? Yeah. <laughs> Kids worshiping these. Uh, That's so fucking yeah. stupid. I heard Dungeons and Dragons was the. Oh one. god, oh, that was. Oh, it was. I bad. was not allowed it like anywhere near. It. I played and it. Apparently, once it's the most life. fun game ever. I never got to play. Have it. you ever played? No. It was fun. Like the the one on uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. That's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I wish we could find an old basic set, and I would <laughs> I would take you guys through it. It's so much fun. You get to build a character. I've got a Lord of the Ring, Lord of the Rings style Dungeon and Dragon. It's game. not quite the same. It's from, this, it's from like seventy six. Oh, cool. is it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, oh fuck set. yeah! All the pieces are there. You ever seen anybody get healed in church, dude? I went to the not in Baptist, but I went to this Pentecostal church. To, to, my, da- and my dad was following this musician that he loves or whatever. Squire Parsons. Wanting wanting Squire. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at the end of it, <clears throat> they, he started laying hands on people. Lay your hands on. And this guy, he's he's. Every, <laughs> they should what's play that, that Bon Jovi song whenever. <laughs> what's that movie with uh, fucking the Saint? Uh, no shit. Steve the Martin. Jerk, Steve Martin and uh, uh, Holy Man. Saint? Holy Man. Holy Man. Yeah. Well, this is exactly. I mean, this guy's got like bracelets, gold bracelets, and rings on, and he's laying hands on people, and they're. Falling and twitching, and the girls, the men would come by and throw blankets over them because they were in a skirt and they're just like seizing out. Well, I, Scared the fucking shit out the of The reason I'm I brought sure. that up is because have you ever seen a woman have an orgasm when she's being healed? Ooh, what's happening right now? Right now. Uh, there, a hand. Is it burning or, or just a hand? I just feel it. You think it's Jesus? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Bye. She's coming. He just stole Emerald's fucking. He's told. I like to see him stand up. Copyright. Copyright. Emerald. Emerald walks up with some salt. Bam. He just covers her with garlic powder. That's all he's doing. It's always no. It's always a nutmeg. Nutmeg. Boom. Yeah, the fucking healing thing. I've never seen it in person, but I love watching it. It's one of my favorite things. Imagine believing faith. I don't shit on anybody's faith, but it's been proven that that's not real. It's it's the mind. You believe something so much that it actually works. Yeah. Like a, that being said, that is kind of amazing that the human body is capable of such things. Like, like the ones where there's a, a paralyzed man. He convinced he himself that he was paralyzed. Yeah. And then he all of a sudden he convinces himself that he's not. I think those are plants. I've actually. Yeah. Well, I think no, that's the I've equivalent to. Heard, the, but I've to actually the, heard. I think that's the equivalent to the grandma in the wrestling thing that hits the wrestler with a with a her handbag <laughs> and he mush mouths her back into the crowd. <laughs> You know, you've seen those. Yeah. <laughs> the overly exerted grandma screaming <laughs> yeah. at the rest of them. Um, 
I, I don't shit on anybody's faith. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a cool thing. I don't think, yeah, I don't think, stick. I don't think atheists <laughs> shitting on everybody is a cool thing either. I think, I do think a lot of it's silly. And if you try to attack me with it, then I'll try, I'll just tell you, I think what you think is silly, but you know, the faith healing stuff. And, and that is, that's all psychology. You get people in large groups. That's why Adolf hit, you know, you know, that's why Adolf Hitler, L. Ron Hubbard, yeah, Donald Trump. I mean, it's um, all the same stuff. Joseph Smith. It's not just religion. It's just, it's politics as well. It's Hitler, people, like the Beer Hall Putsch, they spilled out in the streets and and crystal knocked when they went and and broke everybody's windows and stuff. It's actually a psychological thing that some people don't remember doing those things. They get so swept up in it. In the mass. Yes. And everybody's actually, everybody's collective IQ goes down like five points. And they're already low to begin with. Exactly. That more shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At a Donald Trump rally, holy shit! Can you do you remember to breathe? There's not a, there's not eleven brain cells in the entire room <laughs> to rub together, much less. I'm not talking about him, but I'm just saying that the whole, you know, what did you say? You remember I bought this, right? <laughs> you remember I, this is my show now. I meant Benito Mussolini. I'm sorry. Oh, the, he's a great man. Left a great legacy. He is, sir. He I'm invented sorry. spaghetti. Did you know that? And you could get the best spaghetti at Trump Tower in New York City, <laughs> along with the best taco bowl. Thank you. I'm going to go back to having sex with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to have sex. Hmm. <laughs> I guess we'll have sex. Then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sex. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have sex with this buzzer. <laughs> and do you have a subreddit? Yes, I do. Fucking fire it up. Slash owls with cat heads. <laughs> I gotta see this shit. That's fucking badass. That's great. That's almost as good as birds with arms. It's better than birds with arms. Ooh, that's perfect. That is perfect. That is perfect. There's a creepy one here. It reminds me of the owl from uh, Rock of Rock of Ages. Great Tom Cruise. The cartoon film. about the about the bird that's like a rockabilly singer. Oh, rock-a-doodle. 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 Rock, rock-a-doodle. What the fuck Does it not? That's the owl from Rock-a-doodle. <laughs> it looks like, no, it looks like the owl from um, The Secret of Nim. I might be getting confused. You, you, you are. You are because owl. she went into his, she went into his thing, into his. These are all great. That's just yeah, I love them. Let's talk about that for a second. Secret of Nim. What a great movie. I don't remember it. Okay. If you want to be happy, check out r slash owls with cat heads. It's adorable. Aw, they're yawning. Aww. And this, of course, is the Beach Boys Wouldn't It Be Nice from Pet Sounds. I didn't know that was on that album. Yeah. It's, that is a great I've listened song. to it three times in the last two days. That's a I great song. I randomly song. listened to it yesterday. What, this song? No, this whole album. Is the whole album like that, that good? Yeah, then there's slow stuff, there's faster stuff. I just randomly listened to it yesterday Then I decided I want to watch that movie Is Barbara Ann on there? No, no, that's early Yeah It's way early Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-bra It's a great song There's all kinds of good shit on it 
the yeah, necessarily the album from Seek the Yeah, yeah. I mean, that cartoon used to get shit out of me when I was a kid. Same as Rock. It's Duke. a great movie. Don Bluth at his at his height. I mean, that in American Tale and. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to download now. They spent so yeah, much time. Yeah, I'm going to right on. I'm going to go on the Beach Boys. <laughs> they spent now. so much time fucking doing the vocals and stuff. Not only just the music, but the overdubbing of the vocals and all that shit. This is what inspired the Beatles to do uh, to go fucking nuts on Sgt. Pepper. But the thing, the Beatles had had a, uh, a secret. They had George Martin, who's the greatest producer ever. Right. And then this was just Brian Wilson just sitting in his house. Just in the studio, wherever the fuck he did it at. It didn't. That's that's the thing. Okay, that's this will be a callback to favorite things. I love. That's my favorite thing is groups that are. They take chances. They they do something different. Uh, okay, case in point, the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys started out kind of like they kind of parallel the Beatles in, in in a small way because they started out as kind of a shtick. You know, they're just white guys rapping. Oh, isn't it great? Everybody's black, but now we're white and we're going to rap. And they're willing to concede that. Like, License to Ill is an album that they didn't really care for. They're like, ah, we, you know, it was what it was. It had Fight for Your Right to Party and No Sleep to Brooklyn on it. You know, so what? A couple other great songs, too. But then they they came up with Paul's Boutique, and they did Paul's Boutique. And Paul's Boutique is arguably the greatest hip-hop album ever fucking recorded. And... They just kept doing that. They kept listen, listen to the arrangement pushing. here on this harmony. Okay. That's Mike Love, of course. He's the bass. But whenever everybody kicks in, listen to all the shit everybody's doing. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, no fucking shit. That's dude. fucking awesome. No fucking shit. I lost my shit yesterday. I was like, Jesus fuck! I hadn't listened to this in probably ten years. See, now they're one of my new favorites. Them, the Beast. Ooh. Keep going. Okay. Fucking gremlins, man. Damn. Hello. Running crazy. Um, I was gonna say the Beastie Boys. Uh, Foster the People have that vibe. Gorillas have that I vibe. I fucking love Gorillas, dude. I, I didn't, and I didn't know anything other than uh, Feel Good Inc. and Clint Eastwood and all that stuff. And I started listening to and Melancholy Hill. I must have listened to that song ten times a day for a fucking month because it is the perfect fucking song. I mean, it's so it's in the title. It's it's melancholy, but it's great. And that's. And the beast and the Beach Boys are now in that. The Beatles, all these groups that do different things, that are not afraid to take chances, that are just musically inclined and do great shit. That makes all that shit you hear on the radio that much more infuriating because it's fucking garbage, and you know it's garbage. Sturgill Simpson's in that group of people who are great and doing different things. You know, you ever listen to My Morning Jacket? I don't. I listened to some yesterday too. Yeah, I listened to. Uh, the re-release of uh, I can I can't pronounce at dawn or uh, Iconicus. How the, it begins with an M? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, here we go. Well, I thought it was here. There it is. It's got the bear on the cover of it. It still moves. Yeah. <clears throat> pronounce it still moves. Hmm. You couldn't pronounce it still. Moves. No, I can't. I can't pronounce the first uh, first song, song on the album. Oh yeah. It's like Magita. Oh yeah. Play it there, dipshit. I'm trying to. 
My piece of shit phone doesn't want to play it for some reason. Piece of shit phone. Fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. Totally sounds like he's in a barrel, though. Yeah. <laughs> that whole album is. Yeah, they love the fucking uh, the reverb. They jam a lot. Yeah, whenever they play live, they go nuts. Yeah, they're not. They're you can't. You couldn't really classify them as a jam band. They stretch them out a little bit, but they don't do it on every song. No, they don't. And there's so much. There's so many. They have shitloads of concerts live for free on YouTube. Yeah. Again, that's people who are doing it for the love and not to put out a product. That's awesome. You know? I remember Pearl Jam got shit. Um, in like 98 or 9 It might have been 2000 I think it was 2000 They started out They started recording Their own Live shows And putting them out later For people to buy Instead of getting ripped off By somebody with a Because they allow people To record them Yeah If they want to But uh, they started recording Their own bootlegs And selling them to people If they wanted them For $10 That's A double disc CD Of the live show That so you awesome. were at I have every show That I've been to It's awesome dude And people are like They're just trying To make more money Well no They're giving you A better product Than what you would get From the guy that Recorded it in the crowd You're right And then uh, The second time I went to Pearl Jam show In 06 You could download The motherfucker The next day In flack Which is better Than mp3 For $10 and I, mean, I, I I love that. Do me a favor. No. <laughs> In this vein, play. Somebody play. Uh, there's a uh, Foster People song called. Um, shit. Just punch it up and give me a couple song titles, and I'll tell you which one it is. Pumped Up Kicks is a great song, but it's not the one I'm talking about. Uh, Helena Beat No That's a good one too though Houdini Houdini Play that song And see what you think I think it's pretty fucking great It's different I'll have to wait four hours for an ad (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna take you across At least it's an ad for a band And not a product (laughs) We're gonna take you across Golly Mountain On this Dodge Dart <laughs> it's so localized. <laughs> you want to go to Burger Cart? Yeah. <laughs> this has an 80s vibe. Yeah. Oh, the shit just fell on him. Video's great, too. I love it. Good, I like it. Yeah. That whole album, Torches, is a great fucking album. They never really did anything else yet. I mean, I'm sure they put out. I'm sure it's just not getting right. I would actually like to look that up. I think you're only allowed to have one hit now, unless you're one of the established (laughs) artists. I love the breakdown here in a second. Sturgill done went and fucked himself out of getting super famous. I don't think he cares. I don't think he does either. You hear what he did, Aaron? No. They uh, started a uh, 
a humanitarian or some sort of spirit award in the name of Merle Haggard. He wrote a lengthy Facebook post talking about how they, how Nashville's ignored Merle Haggard for the last 30 years. They haven't played any of his music on any radio stations, and and they know what he thought of them. <laughs> and now they want to make an award in his name. That's hilarious. And they're giving it to Miranda Lambert. He said, I'm sure Miranda Lambert's a great person, and I've heard her music, and her music's good. But uh, to ignore Merle Haggard for 30 years and then take advantage of his name after he dies. I don't care for Miranda Lambert. She's real foreheady. It's not her looks. It's her... I, I, I smell prepackaged. I smell... Um, I think early on It's it a thing You know what I mean I think early I'm on I'm the fastest girl in town I'm the country girl That your mama warned you about I don't give a fuck <laughs> Put out something <laughs> Worth listening to You know what I mean mm. I, That shit gets old After a while You know She even had the song With the fastest girl in town And she was Oh it's fucking garbage It's absolute garbage And then You know She's one of those I just I don't care for it And I I'm, I'm a mo- tough girl Basically, yes. I, I, I'm more along the lines of I love Allison Krauss. I think Allison Krauss is one of the most unheralded, you know, not that she doesn't get respect for what she does, but I think that she doesn't get nearly as respected as some of the others, you know, and she's fucking amazing. And she's great. Got a fucking silky smooth golden voice. No shit. And that band that backs her up are fucking awesome. Oh, they are the best of the best. I mean, dude, they, they are Eric fucking Roberts in his <laughs> <prime>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eric Roberts <laughs> uh, Guys I think we have to quit uh, Okay There's a, a gremlin emergency that I must go take care of I probably I might not even have to go But I'm going to look and see And uh, we're, we're over two hours We're good to go Thank you guys for listening um, Remember to Tell a friend to listen to it Teach them how to download podcasts and uh, tell them that, of course, we are the greatest podcast. You'll barely regret it. <laughs> we are the world's greatest podcast. Everybody knows that by now. Um, it's it's huge. It's tremendous. Oh, did you hear? Uh, you and Elena tied for um, the uh, podcast's uh, sidekicks of the year. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, the WP VPA podcast sidekicks of the year. What did I get? You got like ninth place somehow. The fuck? <laughs> they put J Mo ahead of you. This fucking sucks. <laughs> He's only been on once. This sucks. <laughs> and uh, t- uh, again, guys, tell your moms leave their windows unlocked. I'm gonna gonna come right through them if you know what I mean. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Episode seventy is in the books. Go forth and fuck yourselves. Why aren't you playing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>